The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Good morning, and to all the veterans out there and those of your families and so on and so forth, Happy Veterans Day. A day late, so what? We weren't here yesterday. <laughs> what can I tell you? Happy Veterans Day, and uh, we salute you. Because, like I've said many times, if it wasn't for you, we might be speaking German or another foreign language. <laughs> Who knows? We, we, uh, we, we salute you and, and wish, uh, wish you all the best. And certainly, uh, we, we hope that it's a good year for you and a, and a good rest of your life. So uh, welcome to the program. It's every Saturday, it's uh, Talk With a Purpose right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Good to have you with us. It's, um, it's, it's an interesting, interesting week, let me tell you. It's, um, what, can, what can I say except... I just don't believe the election, but we'll get to that in a minute. Joe Yakovich is coming on at 11 o'clock. He'll talk some finances with us again here on the program. But uh, I, I wanted to get started with this, um, the, the whole situation of the election and my thoughts. And it, it's it's just, it's really unbelievable how the election turned out. I mean, you would have thought with all of the things that the Biden administration has not accomplished and all of the things that they've done and all of the things that are against uh, really voting for them, that it would have been a different outcome. But it wasn't. And I'm really I really am surprised that the red wave didn't happen. I mean, it looks like it looks like at last count, I think we were at 211 Republicans to 183 or something. So it, it, it's close. It looks like we're going to control the House. But the Senate, I mean, it's uh, there's a couple of races that are in, in the balance. The Georgia runoff, we won't know that till uh, a couple of weeks, and, and it looks like we we got Nevada, but we didn't get Arizona. I, it just it 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 doesn't make sense. And I was wondering, look, I've said this before, and I'll say it again: people are dopes. I mean, that, that that's really I, I I can't put it any simpler than that. That instead of looking at the facts. And saying, well, you know, this guy's been in office or this party has been in office and we got to make a change. I mean, there are so many bad things that have been done. I mean, it it, it doesn't it it really it's baffling to me. They, they, people just went out and voted like, ah, well, that's all right. It's no big deal. But it is a big deal. And here's the kicker. And this really, when you hear this statistic, you're going to say, what? 
No, that, that can't be. 75% of the country said that they think we are headed in the wrong direction. Think about that. Three out of four people said the country is headed in the wrong direction. Oh, oh, here's one more thing. 60% of the people are behind on their car payments. Think about that. 60%, which means you can't pay your bills, which means you're not making enough money, which means things cost too much. So you would think that they would welcome a change. But no, they just went in and voted, like I said, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I... That's all I can say. Well, actually, they they picked Mo, the Democrats. <laughs> that that's what they did. So it, it's it, it's. I just don't understand it. Now, you know, we we talk about the Georgia runoff, and so maybe we'll get Herschel Walker in there. But you know, it's it's too little. It, it, it's not enough. And let me let me say one thing about this Fetterman winning against Mastriano. Now, I will agree with you uh, or, or many of you who said Mastriano was too extreme. He just pushed the wrong buttons. He, he wouldn't be more moderate. And he campaigned as a, a really a, a very, very conservative Republican. But. Fetterman, he's not physically fit to be a U.S. senator. You, you know I've had a stroke. I, I couldn't do that job. I can barely do this one. <laughs> you know, but I mean, do you understand what I'm saying? They picked a guy who is impaired, who has to be sharp, who has to make decisions, that's that's really what I just don't understand it. And I agree that Oz wasn't the ideal candidate, but he certainly was better than Fetterman. So how could you just I, I just really it's more of the same, more of the same. Democrats, ah, they can do anything. It doesn't matter. They can do anything. But. Now I want to go on to the uh, the side subject, and that is Donald Trump. You're probably going to disagree with me, and that's okay. But I think that Donald Trump going after Ron DeSantis, well, you know why he's going after him, because he's a real threat. He is definitely a real threat to Trump. But, you know... DeSantis won his election by more than a million votes. He was really the only one, and he carried some of the Republican congressmen in Florida. For for Trump to to go out and to say the sanctimonious, you know, to, to belittle him, to put him down, he doesn't have a leg to stand on. And I'm not here to defend Ron DeSantis, and I'm not here to be a cheerleader for him. 
But I think we have to face the facts. Trump did not help institute a red wave. Trump did not deliver the votes. Some he did, some he didn't, but they may have won anyway. We don't know that. But the bottom line is that I think this clearly proves that Trump cannot, cannot win in 2024 and that Ron DeSantis should be the Republican nominee. And I know I'm going to get flack. I know that. Look, if Trump gets the nomination, I vote for him. But I don't think he should. And I don't think he's a winnable candidate. DeSantis is a winnable candidate. Plain and simple. And I think this election proved that by not delivering the red wave that we were supposed to get. And we we have so much evidence that it should have been with inflation and high gas prices and immigration and all of this stuff that the Biden administration has done has really, really put this. It was an easy I thought it was an easy one to win because it was so bad. Okay, inflation now went down to 7.7 percent. Big deal. It was 2 percent when Trump was in office. And it was 2% or 3% for years. So this thing that, that Biden has done, 75% of the country says we're headed in the wrong direction. But yet you vote Democratic? It doesn't make sense. It, it really doesn't. And without further ado, we bring in the one and only Seth Grossman to bring a little more light onto the subject. Seth, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Well, well, thank you. And I'm speaking, of course, for libertyandprosperity.com, which is an organization devoted to making sense out of stuff that doesn't seem to make sense. And this morning we're having our, our business meeting where part of our meeting is to uh, write a check, approve a check for the uh, JD advertising for the John DeMassey program. Uh, and I just want to remind those who support what we're doing and like the message we deliver, it costs money. Uh, even to, with friends like John DeMassey. So, uh, <laughs> uh, although I don't, I, you know, everybody, it, it, there's no objection when we, we make that vote. Everyone thinks that, that this is a, a great program. And, Thank you. Uh, and and there, there's no, there's argument over almost everything else at LibertyandProsperity.com <laughs> meeting, but yes. not over the check to John DeMassey. <laughs> okay. And, and, and if people, uh, you know, don't want to make a tax-deductible check to us by uh, you know sending it to our Summers Point office or, or making a donation uh, on our website, if you're giving any Christmas presents or, uh, or any presents for, through mm-hmm. Amazon, uh, we're a recognized charity on Amazon.com. So if you go to smile.amazon.com, they'll let you pick any charity, and, and we're on there, Liberty and Prosperity 1776. So, uh, so help us deliver the message. Now, I'll start with a positive note that in Ocean City, all four of the Ocean City School Board incumbents were voted out of office last Tuesday, and three of the successful challengers, Catherine Panico, Elizabeth Nicoletti, Robin Schaefer, they all took advantage of the Liberty and Prosperity uh, seminars on how to be a good candidate, how to run an effective campaign. And they applied all the techniques that we taught during the past year so um, so it's a matter of not just having the right ideas, 
but having certain skills, and these are skills that you have to learn. Just like if you want to play baseball, you want to play football, you have to learn skills, you have to practice them, you have to rehearse them. And that's exactly what those uh, candidates uh, did. And I think they're going to really affect the statewide culture because Ocean City is the only school district that I know that's pushing back against that Governor Murphy uh, plan to with the explicit sex education, with the idea of teaching the fake history that everything about America is bad, uh, teaching the fake climate change, because in Ocean City, with, they're the ones going to get hurt the most by those wind turbines uh, that are, are, are you know, messing up that town. So that's important to know. And it's also important to know that if you're serious about uh, changing the political culture, it starts now. Too many people, they, they want to run for an election. They wait till a couple of weeks before the filing deadline. And by that time, they could get themselves on the ballot, but it's too late to run a real campaign. And I just want to remind the old-timers in Atlantic City know that in the days of Nucky Johnson and the days of Hap Farley, uh, there was a guy called Jimmy Boyd who lived on uh, Brighton Avenue. And on a Saturday after Thanksgiving, he would get together with Hap Farley or with Nucky Johnson and with the other uh, major political leaders, and they would pick the ticket and they would plan the campaign for the next year's election the Saturday after the Thanksgiving, after the after the last election. So that's if you want to be successful, it, it takes planning. Now, now to go to, you know, to explain the last election, and, and I keep saying that I, gee, I really wish that that Trump would show up at a Liberty and Prosperity meeting once in a while, because there's something that you learn by every week having discussions with people who disagree with you. You think that you know something, but you know less than you think you know, and somebody else is always there to correct you. So the, the topic that we talked about last <clears throat> week, about what happens when you're talking to a, a Democrat, what happens when you're talking to a, a, a young millennial or, or, or a college-educated woman or, or Generation Z? Uh, yeah, and by the way, that's who tipped the election. If you look at the study of where the votes came uh, from that buried the red wave. Uh, it was from Generation Z, meaning people under 25 years old, who've been brainwashed in the schools, brainwashed with the social media, uh, where it's only one fake news they get. And you have the uh, the 25 to 40 year old uh, women uh, have been brainwashed in a certain way. And in our practice discussions, and John, you know this from talking to your cousin. Yes. That that there are two. Uh, in the old days, we called them shibboleths. There are two things that the minute you answer a certain question wrong, uh, the other person just turns you off and doesn't listen to a thing you say. And one of them is abortion. Uh, there are right answers uh, to deal with somebody and wrong answers. But all the right answers, I think, and what we found out from our discussions is if, if, if a Democrat, if a young person, millennial, says, well, what do you think of abortion? Uh, the right answer is to say that this is a difficult and painful personal issue that becomes more difficult and more painful every week as the baby grows and can be clearly seen on ultrasound, and also that the strongest opponents of late-term abortions are women who had abortions when they were younger and regret it. So if you respond to a young person this way, they'll say, oh, yeah, it, it is a, a serious issue. And they will take you seriously and listen to other things you say. 
But if you say uh, it's abortion's a murder, life begins at conception, and we need a national ban on uh, on abortions, uh, you will be turned right out, uh, turned right off, and nobody will listen to anything else you have to say. But yet, that's exactly what Lindsey Graham said. Uh, that's what Chris Smith said. That's what Doug Mastriano said after that Supreme Court decision, and it just turned off. Uh, the people and 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 once you turn people off, they don't want to listen to anything you have to say. That's right. And and, and I remember uh, watching about a couple of days before the election. I remember watching a meme from uh, you know that was on uh, social media that said, "I don't care if Fetterman is in a complete coma and can only communicate by blinking his eyes in Morse code." But I'm, you know, going to vote for him against Oz. So that's what happens when people get get turned off a certain way. It's a horrible thing, but it's a reality. Now the other uh, push, you know, button to push, what, what we used to call a shibboleth, uh, but I don't even want to go into. <laughs> that's a Bible term, but you know, <laughs> who the heck would know what that means these days? But but is Trump? People say, well, what do you think of Trump? And if you say, well, I, I, I love Trump and, and he's a great uh, president and, and all that stuff, they turn you right off. Don't listen to anything else you have to say. So how do you deal with Trump? If someone would ask uh, me, I'd say, well, as with abortion, it's complicated. You know, Trump has an absolutely obnoxious personality. I think most Trump's most loyal supporters would admit that. But on the other hand, until Trump came along, Nobody questioned the Bush dynasty or the Clinton dynasty or the biased news or the fact that we should be producing our own oil. So it's, so it's complicated because if you do that, then people will listen to other things you have to say. So what happened uh, two weeks before the red wave was about to happen? Trump suddenly decided to make himself the headline news and top story on every TV station, every radio station, every newspaper by saying, not only I'm going to be, if there's a red wave, I'm going to be president in 2024, and I really did win the election last time, and you vote for my people, and I'll make sure I win the election next time. So if ever you wanted to crank up the turnout uh, and, and for the Democrats and get them to mobilize all the millennials, Trump did the, exactly what you had to do to, to crush the red wave. So, uh, you know, that's the reality. And again, this is not something that we're smarter. It's just that when we get together for our Liberty and Prosperity Breakfast, we talk about uh, our, the reactions of other people when we meet with them, and that's what they, they, they told us. So, uh, so that's the, the one topic. That, now, now, the second topic I'd like to talk about is this business with the anti-Semitism and the threat to synagogues uh, last Friday. Uh, and, and you may remember, we talked about it last week. And I and I said, you know, isn't there something strange that the FBI announces that there's a threat to synagogues? Uh, there's a threat to Jews. We've we've identified the person. We've arrested the person. But we're not going to tell you who it is or what the threat was. And so I was thinking, but I was I was afraid to say it. I was saying, gee, if we all know that if it had been a white person or a Trump supporter, that person's name and picture would have been all over the national news uh, you know, for 24-7 until the election, because this happened five days before the election. But they didn't tell you who it was, and I'm thinking to myself, well, he has to either be black or he has to be a Muslim. 
But I was afraid to say that because I didn't want to <laughs> come across like a bigot. Well, guess what? Uh, last Thursday, the FBI did announce exactly who it was, and they announced what the threat was. It was an 18-year-old kid from Sayreville called Omer uh, Akatui. And the threat was he had uh, published this manifesto and he put it online. Now, what made this a dangerous threat is it's the exact type of manifesto that a terrorist puts online before they commit the attack. So basically, it's, it's what you discover after the guy's dead and after he kills uh, 20 other people. Then you go to the video and he says, this is why I did it. So here's, the, here's what he said. Here's his actual manifesto. He said, I am the attacker and I would like to introduce myself. I'm a Muslim with so many regrets, but I can assure you that this attack is not one of them. Inshallah, which means God willing, there will be many more attacks like mine against the enemy of Allah and the pigs and monkeys. So pigs and monkeys, of course, is, is a reference to Jews uh, because there's a, a, a thing in the uh, what's called the traditions. And, and he says, I will discuss my motives a bit, but I did target a, target a synagogue for a really good reason. Notice that he's talking in the past tense as if he already made the attack. And he talks about, uh, you know, Muslims have good reason to hate Jews. They're a powerful group. The Jews control Saudi Arabia and every Arab country. Uh, they make life miserable for Muslims in Palestine, Syria, West Africa, and, and South Asia. He goes on and on against the Jews. But then he also goes on against gay people and says he admired the guy who killed the people in the Pulse nightclub in Orlando and that he uh, admired uh, Dylan Roof, who killed uh, blacks in a church in South Carolina. So the guy is, a, is an absolute nutcase, but he's 18 years old, and you have to ask yourself, where is this 18-year-old kid learning all this stuff? Uh, and and, and so, so this is all comes out five days before the election. So needless to say, uh, if, the, if the FBI had released the names, uh, the name of this guy, if they had released this manifesto, it would have woken people up to the dangers of Im illegal immigration, the dangers of Islamic terrorism, uh, the fact that most anti-Semitism is not coming from white supremacists. It's coming from uh, Islam. It's coming from Muslims. It's coming from, uh, you know, from the last uh, attacks in the last three years were from blacks. But if they had done that, it would have messed up the narrative that white supremacists and Trump and Republicans are a threat to Jews, so Jews have to go out and vote Democratic. So now, Thursday, after the election, they finally released these details. But if you look at the news articles that come out, there's not one headline that says, you know, Islamic threat, Muslim threat, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the, the guy's name is not there, the guy's picture is not there, and I'm just reading the headlines. Middlesex County man charged with communicating threat to attack on synagogue. That's from the Department of Justice. New York Times, New Jersey man arrested in connection with threat to synagogue. CNN, New Jersey man accused of sending online threats. Politico, 18-year-old arrested in connection with broad threat. Uh, the Daily Beast, uh, a, a radical leftist, teen busted over synagogue threats. Not one mention of Islam, not one mention of any 
anything that was, that he made. So this is how the, the fake news is done. It, it deliberately manipulated the election. And again, uh, they're talking in all the news stories. They'll talk about attacks made in, in Pittsburgh five years ago, attacks made uh, in New Jersey 12 years ago, but nothing about the threats happening today. So that's uh, worth mentioning. Seth, are you concerned about the local synagogues? Well, I mean, uh, th- this is what, it, 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 what makes me angry, because I do go to a synagogue almost every day. And when that threat came out, I mean, it would have been helpful to me if they would have said, we're looking for an, an 18-year-old you know, Muslim man. Uh, that would That would have helped me. Uh, when I was nervous and you're looking around and yeah. you want to protect yourself uh, to identify the suspect. But we're but what they're we're so afraid of being politically, you know, politically incorrect. We'd rather give the the correct political message than give the potential victim the ability to identify our biggest threat. So uh, it, it did bother me because I had no idea where the threat was coming from. But the FBI knew at the very beginning where the threat was coming from. That that's what, what what is really annoying. Okay. Um, and, and then to just one final point on the election fraud, uh, I, I just want to m- mention uh, a, a story. Uh, this reminds me of when I was first running for election. I ran into the identical issue. I was running for a city council in Atlantic City, and I lost the election by three votes. Uh, in those days, when I was young, I would go knocking on doors. So I wanted to find out, you know, where those three votes came from that I lost by. And I found out that there were seven people who were friends of my opponent who didn't live where they said they lived. And so I I said, gee, I'm going to win this election. I I lost by three, but I could prove that seven of the votes against me were phony. And I proved that that each of the people, those seven people were not living where they said they lived. Uh, The voter registration was wrong. And, and the judge was a guy called Michael Connor, very establishment judge, nothing radical about him. And he basically said that uh, because those people, even though they didn't really live where they said they lived, they only voted once. Uh, they were real people. And he said they could decide which address they wanted to use. So even though they were in technical violation of the law, the judge said, I'm not going to throw out their, their vote. And in many ways, what I ran into in 1984 is similar to what, what's going on today. Uh, with, with all those votes in those 20, the 2020 election, after three years, nobody proved that any of those votes were not real people. Uh, you had votes, maybe they, they filled out the form the wrong way, uh, they were delivered in the wrong way, uh, all these technicalities, they shouldn't have um, been delivered this way, but nobody ever questioned that they were real people. And, and, and if you uh, try to, to throw out an election uh, based on the fact that a technicality is not followed, I was not successful in 1984, uh, and, and you're not going to be successful now. And the other thing it reminds me of is, you know, when I was young and starting out in politics, we had these rules, no electioneering within 50 feet of the polling place. Remember that? Yes. So, so, so I was a young kid, and I'd see the ward leader would go up and start whispering to people, 
you know, before they go into vote. And I would, I would holler and scream, you know, uh, that's that's not within 50 feet. You know, yeah. they're doing this within 50 feet of the poll. So, and I thought I was a real hero for doing that. <laughs> yeah. But all I did was look like a total jerk because what they would do, <laughs> they just walk out to 51 feet. And then because what was really going on is that the ward leader had kept in touch with all the people and he did favors for them and uh, and he checked in to see how they were doing and he remembered the birthdays and the anniversaries. Yes. And when election time come, people would go to their ward leader and they, they trusted him. And basically that's what's going on with these so-called mules, the people who are getting the ballot harvesters. Uh, so you could make a, a rule that, 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 that all this is, is, is no good but still, the reason that people are filling out the ballots and giving it to the harvesters is because they know them, they trust them, that, that, that these harvesters are, you know, for, for, for people like maybe Trump and, and maybe people who support Trump, we only care about elections every four years. But there are people who day after day, week after week, year after year, they, they, they care about the politics, and we don't, and that's why they went and, uh-oh, I'm late for my own meeting. I have to go uh, to the business meeting so we can approve the uh, payment of that check to the uh, John DeMassey show at Liberty and Prosperity. You better hurry up. <laughs> uh, let, let me run. I'm late already. Thank okay. You. Thanks a lot. Seth Grossman, Liberty and Prosperity, their website, libertyandprosperity.com. Talk with the purposes of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. Ah, yes, he's in, he's in the right spot. Our leadoff hitter, Matt, and Bob, and John, and maybe you. It's 609-407-1450. More talk with the purpose after these words. The Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial will be unveiled in Atlantic City sometime in the near future. The memorial will be located in O'Donnell Park in Atlantic City, in close proximity to both the World War I Memorial and Stockton University. Bernie Friedenberg, a Silver Star recipient for his heroism on Omaha Beach on D-Day, will be honored with this memorial. In fact, the memorial will be unveiled on D-Day, June 6, 2023. Donations for this worthwhile cause are now being accepted. For more information or to donate, contact Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial, P.O. Box 652, Brigantine, New Jersey, 08203. Or you can donate online at Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial.com. Back here and Talk with a Purpose, 609-407-1450 is our number. And here he is, ladies and gentlemen, leading off for Talk with a Purpose is Matt in AC. Matt, good morning. Welcome to the show. Coach, you the man and I'm the fan. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's good. I I just wanted to tell you today, I uh, I I got a really good lesson, a couple different lessons on politics um uh as of election day this week, okay? Yeah. Um I was uh, canvassing for uh, one Mr. John Devlin, okay? Yes. Who, you know, put me at Richmond Avenue School to hand out some literature, you know, and talk to people and whatnot, you know, not aggressively, just talk to them. And he paired me on this belated Veterans Day. He paired me with his father, who I called Mr. Devlin, okay? Mm-hmm. Or Sergeant Devlin. This guy's an 84-year-old man, okay, soon to be 85 next month. He stood on that road for me, with me, for 13 hours. Wow. From 7 o'clock in the morning till five, uh, 8 o'clock at night, 
Okay. Yes. Now, this guy, I, 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 and it was cold, John. It was cold. Yeah. And I said, Mr. Devlin, do you want to sit in my truck? I'll turn the heater on for you, you know? He goes, no, I'm good. I'm all good. This is that generation. They don't make them like that anymore, John. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't. That's for sure. That's for, that's for sure. And I'm telling you now, they don't. Yeah. He's, he didn't care. It was cold. It was blowing. And, you know, we were talking to people. Now, uh, like Corsi came up and sent a couple of his goons over there to try and intimidate us. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And... By law, you have to be, you can't canvas within 100 feet of the polling place. That's right. Okay? That's right. By law. Yes. So, this woman came out. She had a couple of cards hanging around her neck or whatever. And, and um, you know, uh, and she said, you can't, you can't do this. You can't do this. I says, what? She said, you have to be within, I said, ma'am. You have to be within 100 feet. I said, ma'am, look, I'm a contractor. I'll go in my truck right now and get my 300-foot tape and measure from where I'm at to where that phone <laughs> place is. Yeah. I guarantee you I'm, two, I'm 250 feet away from it. I guarantee you. Yeah. Okay? So, 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 so of course, he sends his goons down to try and intimidate us. But he didn't know he, that I was there, and there was an 84-year-old uh, um Retired Marine, you never say ex-Marine, because yeah. once a Marine, always a Marine. Yes. Okay? And I got my face, I said, all right, you know, calm down, dude. I'm at least 100 feet. Anyway, this this guy, Mr. Devlin, the 84-year-old, got in between me and him. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. Once a Marine, always a Marine. <laughs> This is the way these guys are. Yeah. This is the way these guys are. Yeah. And then and then and then your boy Marty Small came driving by. Yeah. In his black SUV, he was in the back seat. He had a driver. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he had his arm out the window and he's staring dead at me, like because he knows I know John, and he and he and he doesn't like me anymore. He used to like me when I played basketball with him, but he don't like me anymore. Yeah. So. It is what it is. But one thing I found out, John, is Democrat, Democratic people, the people that support the Democrats, every Republican I talked to was willing to hear what I had to say and look at the literature I was handing out. And they were fine. You know, I don't know how they voted. It's up to you. It's your right. It's your right. right. You're an American citizen. That's right. I, I don't. I'm just telling you what I think. And you can vote how you want when you go in there. But, um. Every Democrat, I actually had a 70-year-old pure Democratic, 70-something-year-old pure Democratic woman tell me to go F myself oh and my get God. away from her. Oh, jeez. On the street. Oh, jeez. That's a Republican ticket. She said, go F yourself and get away from me. I said, okay, man, that's fine. I'm, you know. I'm not, you know. But I, I, I got a lesson in politics of how... Yeah. That's right. Nasty. It can get, you know, what's a you? Uh, by the way, I saw you were quoted in the press. Yeah, I was on the front page, man. I made the front page. I, I'll talk to them. Yeah. They can put my name in there. I don't care. Well, you know, I, it, it's more of you just reinforced what Seth and what I was talking about, that mm -hmm. they they don't care what the status of the country is. They don't care what 
things are happening. They're just voting. That's the way it is. They vote Democratic and that's it. I mean, you could mm-hmm. you could have Attila the Hun running for, on the Democratic ticket and they would vote for him. I mean, it's it just <laughs> you're looking around. Yeah. for him. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's not he's not running. Uh, it's it, it, it's just crazy. I, I I I don't understand it and I never will understand it, but it's a fact of life. And, uh, you know, sorry, yeah. you had to, sorry, you had to learn the hard way, but you learned the hard way, uh, you know? Well, listen, one final comment. Yes. Uh, you can get the rest of your callers. Okay. I want to listen to them. But um, I have a new appreciation. Well, I always appreciate the Atlantic City Police because they came by often. Yes. Okay. Just yes. to make sure nothing went down. Yes. Okay. So kudos to the Atlantic yes. City Police. Yes. That's, that's true. And that's also, true. I did. I just want to say, before I leave, the two crossing guards on Richmond Avenue, wow, are they good, these two girls. Yeah. I never heard a whistle that much since I was lifeguarding, <laughs> okay? Yeah, well... Look, John, John, look, you had election day, school day, and, 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 and trash day all on the same street on yeah, the same day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Thanks for the call, Matt. Thanks for sharing your experience with us. I just, I just will never understand the, the democratic thought, but you know, that's what it is. Talk with the purposes of the show. We have more to talk about here, obviously. 609-407-1450. We have Bob and we have John and maybe we'll have you at 609-407-1450. More talk with a purpose in just a moment, but I wanted to share with you a couple of experiences that I had with BF Mazio the other day. And it goes to show you that it's just there's a reason why they won best produce market and best gift baskets, because they are the best. And this proves it. I mean, I bought artichokes. I wanted to make stuffed artichokes. These artichokes were, I mean, they were the size of softballs. I mean, they were they were gigantic. And, you know, I made the thing and I. I ate them, and I mean, they were really, they were delicious. And then I had some uh, tangerines that I bought, and uh, I mean, those those tangerines, when you bite into a tangerine, and all you get is juice, that that to me is heaven, okay? So if you want to experience heaven, you, you got the, the artichokes and the tangerines and several other things. B.F. Mazio, best of the press this year for best produce store, best gift baskets. And of course, now with the holidays and my niece informed me that I am cooking holiday dinner. So <laughs> you like that? She just said, oh yeah, you okay, sure. So you know what I'm going to do? I'll cook the turkey and then the sides, all of the holiday sides, the cranberry sauce and the vegetable lasagna and all of the things. If you want the complete list, Go to bfmazio.com, but they got it there for you. So that's how you do Thanksgiving dinner. Best of the press, you you know that. Finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. Best gift baskets, best fruit baskets, best, 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 best. That's BF Mazio. Chestnut Avenue, Route 9, that's 601 New Road in Northfield, and online at bfmazio.com. We will have more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. 
If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey today. Breezy with clouds breaking for sun. A pleasant day, the high 72. Cloudy with a little rain tonight, the low 46. And then a breezy mix of clouds and sun tomorrow, but much colder. The high tomorrow, only 53. Chilly, lots of sunshine on Monday, the high only 48. I'm AccuWeather's Rose Tamburino on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, by the way, Chris Coleman was moonlighting as weatherman this week. One day or two days? Five days? Wow. Channel 6 is calling. (laughs) Talk With a Purpose is a show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Let's go to Bob in Cape May. Bob, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, John. Look, a couple things wrong with it, with this election here. And Fetterman is beating Oz is the, the prototypical reason why this yes. happened here. Yes, the, these universal mail-in ballots, you know, they are so ripe for having problems. But not only that, you know, in Florida, I'll contrast this with Florida. You know, Florida is the shining light. That's where we had the red wave. Yes, <laughs> no that's, doubt about that's, it. That's for sure. So, so in, in Florida, you have two weeks of early voting. You can, you can do all the voting you want in Florida, two weeks early. But you go in the early vote, you show an ID, you have a paper ballot. It's electronically scanned, but you have a paper ballot. There is evidence there. So if you have some, some hanky-panky, some, some, something going on that shouldn't be going on, okay, you ha- are in real jeopardy. You will go to jail for a long time in Florida if you're getting involved in election fraud. So, therefore, you don't have much of that. Yeah. In Florida, they those early votes, they're all counted. Before the polls close, in three or four hours, we have the results. Not this idiotic stuff that, that, that goes on in Arizona, in Nevada, would have gone on in Pennsylvania had it been closer. So that's one point I want to make here. Two here... And Seth, you know, Seth always is, is such a smart guy. Lindsey Graham pushed a national abortion uh, bill. Yes. I'm all, I'm absolutely pro-life. But, but what Lindsey Graham did was just sabotage the Republican cause. Yes. In Michigan, in Michigan, there was a ballot question that severely almost outlawed abortion. Three Republican House members got wiped out in Michigan. 
because of that. Yeah. Okay. So instead of taking the focus on the disaster of the Democrats and, and Biden, the focus got put on, you know, abortion. And then, of course, President Trump had to come in and make himself the central figure here. Uh, when Biden, everybody was ready to vote against Biden. And, yes. You know, what, what you have going on here is, is, is it's just so problematic. Look, if President Trump eventually becomes the nominee, I guarantee, I make a pledge to, to all the big Trump supporters, I'm all in for President Trump if he becomes a nominee. I am all in. Not, not just voting for him, I'm enthusiastically supporting him. Yes. I absolutely would love to hear this from all the big Trump supporters that are listening right now. If Ron DeSantis becomes the nominee, are you going to be enthusiastically all in? Because I'll tell you, the alternative of having another four years of this idiot Biden yes. or Kamala Harris to destroy this country, we need to be united and all in. And what bothers me about President Trump, and I understand he's mad about Ron DeSantis. President Trump made Ron DeSantis. I will give that to all the Trump supporters. No doubt about it. That's right. He made him. That's right. That that I agree upon. And and look, I don't know. We don't know what happened behind the scenes. I I would think that Trump wanted DeSantis to to endorse him for president in 2024 before his announcement. That endorsement did not come, and therefore the attacks, the unprovoked attacks yes. in public. Yes. No reason to attack Governor DeSantis right. in public. That's not right. Not yet. And, and the final point is, it's a repeat is coming probably of 2020, where Trump fractured the party, and we have control of the Senate in balance in Georgia, and he's fracturing the party. Now, so is this still, again, it's the, the big ego, it's all about Trump, it's not about the movement, the movement of, of, of America first you know, all the important factors that, that Ron DeSantis has been an absolute winner on. We know where he is on immigration. We know where he is on freedom. Uh, but he, President Trump is fracturing the party. Yes. When Herschel Walker, he needs Trump, Governor Kemp, and Governor DeSantis need to go to Georgia, kiss and make up, Everything's wonderful. We support Herschel Walker. We need everybody to come out there and vote for Herschel Walker so we don't have another four, uh, couple years of Democrat control yes, of the right. Senate. That's right. And, and one final point to those people that, that are in love with President Trump and, and you're real pro-lifers like I am, we lose Georgia. We lose Georgia. Yeah, we lost. happens to Clarence Thomas. Yes. Okay, we have 30 years of radical Democrat pro-abortion votes taking place. Yeah. So, so what is this all about? Is it all about President Trump and his big ego, or is it about our movement? Yes. That's the question here. Yeah, well said, Bob. Really well said. All right. Thanks, all right, John. Thanks for the call. I, I couldn't have said it better myself, and I have nothing to add to that. I just agree with everything he said. It's just, and I know I'm going to get flack, and we're going to hear flack, and it's not that I don't like President Trump. It's about, you know, it's about the country and what's best for the country 
And and I think that's what President Trump ran on in 2016, that he's going to fix 30 years of Democratic rule or whatever it was. He's going to fix it. And he, he did. But he gets in the way of himself with the, all this nonsense. And, and it's about ego. And it's it, it, it just doesn't work. And it's not going to work. Talk where the purpose is the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We're going to talk to John after the break. And maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450. We have more Talk with a Purpose. Final thoughts in hour number one after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And you can listen to Joe Yakovich on Saturdays here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, don't forget, if you miss any of today's show... Or if you want to hear it again, you can listen on Sundays, 5 until 8. It's the Talk with a Purpose replay right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. As they used to say, so nice, we do it twice. (laughs) Boy, that's an old one, isn't it? It's Talk with a Purpose right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. John is in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome to the show. Uh, yes, good morning. I think non-politician business, he's still a non-politician, uh, President Trump, yeah. uh, former President Trump. Yeah. What he has to realize is that uh, there's there's things that go on from behind the scenes. And, uh, you know, you know, Governor DeSantis might have been tight-lipped for a reason, that he should have discussed with him in private, not been a loose cannon. But that's, you know, oh, well. well that's him. That's anyway. him. That's him. Yeah, that's him, plain and simple. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, we had a pink wave instead of a red wave, so shame on those that didn't come out and vote. That's what I got to say about that. Um, regarding uh, radical Islam, now, they have hadiths, which are the companion books of the Quran, and then the, this is Sahih al-Bakari, which means it's a strong hadith as opposed to a weak hadith. Um, Allah's apostles said, the hour will not be established until you fight with the Jews, and the stone or tree behind which the Jew will be hiding will say, O oh, Muslim, there is a Jew hiding behind me. Come and kill him. 
So that said, that doesn't mean that moderate Muslims believe that way, but that is radical Islam. Now, in our country, we have a First Amendment, and Sharia law is not compatible with it. Why not? Because Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech, etc. Now, that means you can follow Islam, but you can't impose it on everybody else. See, that's the problem. Also, uh, a retired um, a prosecuting attorney named Lionel LeBron, he had said that the, he, he's not, he, he's French, Puerto Rican, and Italian, so he's not, he's not an Aryan wonder boy. So, but he said, no, you don't want to stop pe people like Nazis from parading down the streets because they'll go underground and it'll make it even more powerful. You want to let them go ahead and be themselves, but so we can watch them and see, you know, keep an eye on them. Really, uh, uh, we don't want to, uh, we don't want to take away freedom from people. That's not a good idea. No, they come outside the law and start hurting. If you're a Nazi screwhead, then you're a screwhead. I can't, I can't change you. You're going to be that way anyway. So, but if you do, if you step outside the law, that's different. But now, if you're working from behind, if you're working as, as a sleeper cell, you're even more dangerous. And that goes for radical Islam too. But I want to bring up uh, Paul Pelosi. Regarding laminated glass. <laughs> oh, man. It usually holds together when shattered, and a fracture resembles a spiderweb pattern. That means it doesn't break all together. When it does break all together, it's small shards. Now, the glass I saw was pretty big shards of glass that I saw. Now, there's, a three, uh, inter there's three layers of glass. There's a polymer interlayer, that being thermoplastic polyurethane in the middle, and the outside's a more uh, flexible. That's the... That's the that's the uh, laminated glass. It's more flexible. It's not very strong. And the, uh, the inner glass is actually the strong glass. That's the um, the toughest pane of glass. And it's it's extra resilient for a purpose. So now if, if that person had that, that person had hit the uh, laminated window from the outside, of course it would have nowhere to go but outside because it has, it has a wall of plastic, polyurethane, and also a tougher uh, inside piece of glass. But the whole the glass was broken. That means you could reach your hand through. That means it was broken from the inside, and also the dude was in his underwear with a with a gay prostitute two thirty in the morning. But again, we have to believe what they tell us. Yeah, yeah. They, we have to believe what they tell us to do because we're the mushroom people. They keep us in the dark and feed us BS. Thank you. Thanks for the call, John. <laughs> that 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 would figure that John would research that. I mean, who the inside of the glass and the outside of the glass? So there's three panes of glass. So if you break from the outside, it shatters because it doesn't penetrate the, the inner half. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, you, you get everything on this show. You get uh, explanations of glass. You, you get all kinds of things here. I mean, it's just just incredible. Talk with the purpose of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Got a couple of minutes left of hour number one. And uh, in hour number two, we're going to get into more of the Biden presidency or or lack thereof uh, at 609-407-1450. A couple of things that Biden said during the week. And uh, the advisors to President Trump are suggesting to him that he delay his announcement to run again until the Georgia runoff. In other words... Give Herschel Walker, you know, as much of the limelight as he can. And that would make sense to me. But I don't think he's going to listen. In fact, I would bet that he's not going to listen. So we'll see. But but he says Tuesday, November 15th at Mar-a-Lago, there's going to be a big announcement. So we'll see on that. 
609-407-1450. If you want to get in here early for uh, hour number two, feel free to do that. 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio. Uh, and also, I want to congratulate Jeff Van Drew because that was the red wave. I mean, he really, really brought home the votes. And I, I don't think that the Democratic candidate had a prayer because he came on this show, uh, I believe it was in August, and he said he didn't want to take calls. And whenever a candidate, and most of the time, candidates will take calls. But when they say they don't want to take calls, I have found usually that they are on the losing side eventually. So you want to keep that in mind. Candidates should take calls. But, again, we can't make them. We can't make them take calls. We can suggest that they take calls. But what can I tell you? I mean, and I suggested to him, maybe you better. But no, I don't want to. I don't want to take it. Well, anyway, uh, two more years of Jeff Andrew, and hopefully uh, he will continue to re- represent us well in the House of Representatives. Our number one is in the books. Talk with a purpose. Saturdays, nine till noon. WPG. Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two on the way. You know what we say. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPTG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Hour number two, Talk with a Purpose, every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Good to have you with us, as always. For our Saturday morning get-together, nice to uh, have your company for the next couple of hours. Don't forget Joe Yakovich coming in at 11 o'clock. He's going to join us and hopefully straighten out our finances. But in the meantime, 609-407-1450. We have uh, oh, rare, but a couple of open lines here on the show. So uh, feel free to jump in here and we'll get your calls in just a couple of minutes. I wanted to point out, well... In addition to the country saying 75% of the people said the country is headed in the wrong direction, and you would think that they would vote for Republicans since the Democrats have, I mean, from day one, Biden just, you know, just made everything go up. And here... This reporter asked Joe Biden a question, and in light of that survey, he said, what would you do differently to make people feel better or to change the way they have said that the country is headed? In other words, what would you do differently to make people say that country is headed in the right direction? 
And he said, nothing. That's what he said, nothing. No, he didn't. (laughs) He said, quote, nothing. Okay. What, What do you think? I mean, does that say everything? He would do nothing differently. He would not address inflation. He would not address high gas prices. He would not address high food prices. Uh, uh, Chris just told me during the break, strawberries, $9. What? $9? No. no. You know, there's something wrong with this picture. Eggs, $5? I mean, it just costs more and more. You got you go to the supermarket, you see your food bill. That's all you need to say, hey, we got to stop this because where's it going? I mean, everything's going up pretty soon. We'll be we'll be eating grass. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I hate to put it so bluntly, but I mean, where does it go? Where does it stop with regards to the, the high prices? And gas is going up again. You notice a few $4 uh, signs for gasoline. So where does it go? And he says nothing. And yet people really didn't overwhelmingly vote Republican. So I, I just don't understand it. But maybe the Republicans have something to do with that. Maybe focusing too much on abortion. And and all of the other things that oh we're afraid of Republicans because they're gonna they're they're gonna ruin this country, really, really do you think that? And I wanted to uh, tell you this because this is part of what I was saying in the first hour, an interesting theory that may not be just a theory, it may be true. Josh Novotny is the chairman of the Republican Party in Pennsylvania. And he said, I've heard in Trump parts of the city and in the state that Trump is an albatross. He is hurting us. He needs to go. We can't win races if he continues to be the head of the party. So... Maybe this is true. I don't know. But that's what a chairman of the Republican Party is saying that. <sighs> we'll see. Talk with the purpose of the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Let's talk to Mike and Apsik. And Mike, good morning. You're on Talk with the Purpose. Yeah, good morning, John. <clears throat> I kind of agree with that uh, uh, party leader there. Uh, yeah. I don't know how many people that were Trump supporters myself one of them saying that this guy just does not know how to keep his mouth shut yeah i mean that's right and and then and and then to be going after ron DeSantis down there in florida who's beloved down there in florida i know because i vote in florida i'm only yeah. up here for a couple months out of the year and i yeah. voted absentee ballot down yeah. there he's beloved and if you think you can win a presidential election, the Republicans, without one in Florida, you're crazy. That's right. That's you're right. Going, you're, going to, you're going to badger this guy who's so beloved uh, uh, by uh, the voters down there in Florida? 
Now, there, there's something wrong wrong with this uh, guy's way of thinking. Like I said, he doesn't know how to keep his mouth shut. Now, as far as uh, one of your callers, a couple calls back, saying that Donald Trump made Ron DeSantis, I don't know where he gets that from. Donald Trump helped Ron DeSantis get elected with yes. his endorsement. But Ron DeSantis made Ron DeSantis That's, uh, by his governing well, for the last four years of Florida. Yeah, I, I, I think he, he made himself. I think what he meant was that uh, he initially and uh, like you said, he initially uh, got him in there. But everything thereafter, DeSantis did on his own, you know, from exactly. from from telling Disney World to go pound sand uh, to uh, right. a few other things, uh, sending right. uh, immigrants to Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> that was a brilliant move. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it was more. Yeah. What's going on in the schools? Where yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. In our schools. And he backed that big, long list of school board candidates, and they all won. Yes. Throughout the state down there. Yeah. I mean, and you know, Ron DeSantis made Ron DeSantis, and I think he's now, after last Tuesday's election, he's the new superstar of the Republican Party. That's right. And we'd have, I think, we'd have a better chance, I think, with him as the candidate. No question. Trump. Trump, no question. Trump cannot keep his mouth shut. He doesn't know when to stop criticizing people. He, he's got to stop with that. Oh, 20, 2020 was stolen. It was stolen. We're tired of hearing that. Yeah. I mean, it's two years, two years ago, and, and we still hear it. So, you know, I, 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 yeah, you, you would think. You would think, and I know his his son-in-law and his daughter are big influencers on him. You would think that they would advise him, but he doesn't listen to anybody. He really doesn't. Exactly right. He he doesn't listen to anybody. He's got the biggest ego I've ever seen uh, of anybody, and he won't postpone. I'd be shocked if he postponed the announcement. No, he won't. Already invited the press to Mar-a-Lago on Tuesday for the announcement. And uh, even if Biden was to be the nominee, I don't think Trump would beat Biden again. No, not with the no. way he's going. No, he will not. not with the no, way. Like, a lot of things can change in two years. I don't know, but uh, you know what? If you voted for DeSantis and DeSantis was elected president, you're getting the same type of uh, policies that Donald Trump has. But you've got a guy who knows how to control yes. his rhetoric, yes, and his mouth. That's right. His policies are all the same as Donald Trump. Yeah, does, with that's... immigration, with crime, and everything else. Yeah. He's he's a better version of Donald Trump. That's that's what you're saying. That that's exactly that's true. That's true. Mike, thanks for the call. Well said. You know, I I, I'm not here to to influence you as far as Ron DeSantis versus Donald Trump. But I want to win the election. Do you want to see another four years of this? I mean, who, if we had another four years after two years of this term, if we had another four years, and even if Biden doesn't run, let's say Kamala Harris runs. And Kamala Harris against Trump, I think she wins. I, I really do. And really, you know, 
Could we stand another four years of that? If inflation is high now, what's it going to be? And you heard this morning on the financial show we were doing, a we had a realtor on who was talking about rents. I mean, 1800 for one bedroom? Come on now, you know? This is ridiculous. What's it going to be in 2026? 2500 I mean, how are we going to afford this? And and seniors on on a fixed income, it's it's just unbelievable how they going to do it. So I, I I just don't know how we would live, and I don't think Democrats think that way. So really, we need a winning candidate in this next presidential election, and. Sorry, but that's Ron DeSantis. It's not Donald Trump. I wanted to uh, just mention to you, we'll we'll get off the election for a moment. Um, Alex Jones, you remember him? (laughs) Oh, boy. You wouldn't want to be him. Uh, Thursday, it was announced he was ordered to pay almost $1 billion that's billion dollars to the families of the Sandy Hook massacre for falsely claiming it was a hoax. Now, that's in addition to the previous 900 million, I believe, he w- was awarded. So now he's got he's got an extra 473 million bringing the total the total <laughs> 1.44 billion that he has to shell out. Of course, he's in bankruptcy. Uh, <laughs> on his show Thursday, Jones called the award ridiculous and a joke and said he has little money to pay the damages. Uh, he's in bankruptcy and has little ability to pay, but he's still got a show. So <laughs> what can I tell you? $1.44 billion. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you wouldn't want to be him, but then again, he's this ridiculous thing that they were actors and it was a hoax. And tell that to the people who who buried their children. I I just I just don't understand that. But then again, I don't understand a lot of things. Craig is in Northfield. Craig, good morning. Welcome to the show. Well, I'm so glad I I came on after that gentleman. <laughs> DeSantis. <laughs> okay. Number one, for those that don't know, okay, that was a little playbook, okay, to try to rile up Trump. It did work. Yeah. And DeSantis, if you notice, he's backing up a little bit. Yes. Because he wants no part of that. Yes. All right. So let's talk. We had 6 million more people vote Republican than ever. Yeah. Who did that? DeSantis or Donald J. Trump? I don't know. Let me ask you that. Well, he lost, yeah. 13, he lost, he lost 13, 13 people, but 196 came in. And I got to tell you, if Oz wouldn't have uh, conceded, I think we need an investigation over there like we needed over in Arizona. Because I don't know about you, John, but, you know, we had 40 machines run out of paper over in Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's true. Okay. 
the time true. before we couldn't see we could the, the republicans couldn't even get into the convention center yeah so thank god for carrie lake who stood up like a woman from our our when we had the constitution that would actually ride on a stagecoach with a rifle yeah but she's the one She's the one that's protecting our Constitution right now. She's standing up. She could have conceded, but she says, oh, no, we're going to count the votes. You know why? Because, see, these politicians, they forget who's important and who you're voting for and who you're going to work for. It's us, the people. Yeah, that's true. You know, you that's work true. for us. True? Yes. True? Okay. So let's talk. I heard the guy about, you know, uh, Trump. You know, yes. Donald Trump. It's his way or highway. There's no question about that. But you know what? When you're working against these other countries, you need a bully like that. So. Oh, because listen. The, oh, right. He, he, I mean, the, come the, on, let's talk about that. Look what Joe Biden did in Afghanistan. People hanging off of jet airplanes trying to get out of a country. Now, do you think you're going to survive hanging off an airplane wheel? No, no. That's what Joe Biden brought to us. Listen. There's things. No, that's true. There are things that Donald Trump did and does that really are effective when it comes to that. But but wait a second, John, just tell me what he doesn't do right. Go ahead. He shoots his mouth off. He he, he, he shoots his mouth off. I mean, he's he's talking about he's going he's calling this guy Ron DeSantimonious. I mean, what what, get off this? Well, first of all, here. Well, 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 first of all, anybody that knows Donald J. Trump after he went bankrupt. See, like Donald Trump said, what what DeSantis's answer should have been was, no, I'm not running. Okay, because why? Because when DeSantis Barely won in Florida. Who was there to save him? Yes, that's true. Donald J. Trump. That's true. Okay. So let me ask you a question. So if you lent a guy your car when you couldn't, when he couldn't get to work, and then when you needed the car, and he said, I won't say it. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Okay, you. Okay, well, how would you feel? Well, I I wouldn't feel good. I wouldn't feel good. No, I I, I agree with you. But but, but politics is is, uh, not not, not a fair game. It's not a fair game. No, but see, this is what happened. Now, let's talk now, see, because let's talk about the behind the scenes. Okay, if you notice, okay, McCarthy came out and says, I'm going to be the new new congressional leader. Yes. But see, then what happened was the conservative group came in and says, oh, just hold off on your panties there, pal. Because you know what? You may not be. They want Scalise. See, yeah. there's a lot of rumblings in the Republican Party because, see, when those people that should have stood up and didn't, we don't want those rubberneckers. We want strong steel men. You understand that? Yeah. John? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, not yeah. wishy-washy people. Not not like, you know, you're going to flow back and forth. OK, you know, you can't do that. We need strong people. Once they're committed, there's no going back. That's what real men do. And that's what real women do. And you know what? We got a real woman in Carrie Lake. Oh, uh, listen, I'm all for her, but it's close. It's really close. Wait, wait a second. John, they got 600,000 votes that over in Maricopa County, because they couldn't correct the elections over there, under the woman, don't forget, the woman that's running against her yes. is in charge of the election. Do you think that's a little bit of a problem? Yes, yes. 
Yes, okay. So here, thank God she had the, I was, the cojones, okay, to <laughs> actually stand up to her. And all of a sudden, the people of Arizona knew better than anybody because they walked their votes in. They wouldn't even let them be mailed in. They walked them to the ballot boxes. That's why they're saying 600,000 votes yet to be counted. Let's see what happens. I think I think we got Carrie Lake going in because the legislature is already saying we're going to fix this election stuff when Carrie Lake gets we'll in. We'll see. John, great show. Great. Thanks for the call, Craig. I, so we disagree on a couple of things, but so what? That's that, That's what we're here for. We, we take disagreement as well as agreement. Talk with the purposes of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey, 609-407-1450. We have some uh, open lines, so you want to... You want to get in here, it's a good time to get in. 609-407-1450. More talk with a purpose after these words. I'm Seth Grossman for LibertyAndProsperity.com. Nine years ago, South Jersey Gas Company had a great idea. They wanted to build a natural gas pipeline between Millville and the electric power plant near Milepost 28 of the Garden State Parkway. It would have been underground along Route 49, an existing paved road. It would have brought cheap, clean, and abundant natural gas from Pennsylvania to the power plant and to local homes and businesses. Woke Democrats used one blatant lie after another to block it. They falsely claimed the pipeline would cause forest fires and poison water in the Pinelands. Every Stockton professor and high school science teacher knew these were lies, but they all kept quiet. Now the power plant is gone. We'll soon have blackouts and big hikes in gas and electric bills. Learn more at libertyandprosperity.com. Help us reach more people. Join our weekly breakfast. Donate what you can to keep us on the air and online. Libertyandprosperity.com. Thanks. And we are back here on Talk With a Purpose. Don't forget, we have that marvelous invention called the podcast. And what does that mean to you? It means that you can listen to any of our shows at any time, just when you feel like it. I mean, just go to John DeMassey Podcast, you Google that, and they all come up. 150 or 160 or whatever it is, okay? John DeMassey Podcast, you Google that, and you can listen to as many shows as you like. Talk with a purpose, the show, 9 to noon, Saturdays, right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Also heard on 1450 AM and online at WPGTalkRadio.com. Let's talk to John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Uh, yes, R.E. Uh, Alex Jones. Now, I hear it's up to $2.75 trillion. <laughs> that's shadow government. That's that's definitely shadow government. I'm yeah. sorry. But uh, uh, the thing is, is that, okay... He had many guests on his program. Um, I have mixed emotions about Alex Jones because of what Bill Cooper thought of him. Now, he had uh, Joel Skousen, who was an USMC fighter pilot in uh, the Vietnam War, who talked about the shadow government. Also, um, Roger Stone, who was also um, the co-founder of the American Indian Movement, Russell Means, and also Aaron Russo, who claims that um, David Rockefeller's grandson, Nicholas Rockefeller, invited him into that shadow government. And those men never talked down or made sport of Alex Jones like he was a tinfoil wearing kook. They were, all, they were all on the same page, basically. But uh, the, the Bill Cooper, who's one of my original red pills, uh, he, he had said in August of 2001, he says, I don't know what's going to happen, but something very big is going to happen in the next couple of months. 
going to be looking for radical Islamists in, in caves over in Afghanistan, and they're, and they're going to they're going to pin it all on uh, Osama bin Laden. Make of it what you will, but 9/11 happened uh, September 11, 2001, and they killed they they shot Bill Cooper to death in his driveway of November of that year, 2001. So make of that what you will. But he did not like Alex Jones. Alex, in 1999, on New Year's Eve, Alex Jones had said the uh, that this that the Russian Federation had launched a first strike. And that was in Texas, and people of the surrounding states that listened in on him had actually sold their, uh, had left their homes and went through the hills to hide. So that guy, is, you know, he has, he is a definitely a loose cannon. So um, he should have known better. He knows that there's a shadow government that there's behind. Even uh, John Coleman, MI6 British Intelligence, he said that they don't want us to know that there is a secret parallel upper upper upper-level parallel government, a shadow government that runs the show from behind the scenes. They don't want you to know that. But if we, but if we were to wake up and smell the coffee brewing and, and just be more, be wise as serpents, like the Bible says, be wise and know what's going on, it would help us, I think. But um, but as long as people just think we're just about the tinfoil wearing kooks to bring these things up, what are you going to do? Thanks. Thanks, John. Thanks for the call. And I, I, I don't know about Alex Jones. I mean, yeah, that, that was that was really... Uh, that was really egregious to go on and say that, you know, maybe he had other conspiracy theories and maybe he was right on a few things. But when children are massacred and you have to face the parents and say, you said it's a hoax and they were the ones that buried their children. I mean, I wouldn't go there. And that's, you know, that's a little bit too far with your conspiracy theories. And there are there are those who say conspiracy about this and about that. Uh, yeah, we, we can say that about some things, but y- you can wonder about certain things. But gee, that was just, that was over the line. So I, I, I don't disagree with the, with the verdict, uh, 1.44 billion. Uh, you know, they, they should just, oh, uh, what can I tell you? Nancy is an EHT. Nancy, good morning. You're on Talk With a Purpose. Hi. Uh, yeah, I volunteered this year, you know, uh, to help knock on doors and whatnot. And uh, I am a Republican. Um, I had served a debate in Atlantic City at the Martin Luther King. I think it was a junior high or a middle school. I was honestly appalled at uh, the stage um, that was in the in the in the school for the children. The stage is all scratched up and worn. The chairs are all dirty. Uh, when the people that were debating were coming down, they didn't even have a railing to hold their hand onto. Jeez. And I thought to myself, no matter what party you belong to, these children deserve so much better than this. You know than than what they had and. I, I I don't I believe that Vern Macon did not lose by much from what I understand, um, but I really you know just observing the debate and seeing you know how the school looked I'm I'm hoping that that whoever is in charge the money from the school district will actually help the children a little bit more. I just felt that you know things could have been so much better for them. What uh, what debate was it um, that you uh, that, that you attended? It, it was a school. I think it was a it was different members. Somebody was running for school board. Oh, okay. 
somebody was running for freeholder. Um, someone was, I think, it, I think it was. I call it freeholder, but they call it commissioner. Yeah, it's commissioner now. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, freeholder was, was like racist. A, it was, yeah, it was on. It was on a re. It was televised via radio. Yeah, and um, I enjoyed watching the debate. I thought it was it was uh, a good debate, but honestly, I looked at the stage and it, it looked like at one time it was beautiful. It looked like it's made of pecan wood scratches on it like you would not believe i mean probably if you get somebody with a sander spend about you know a thousand or two dollars it would come back to its old glory it probably sounds good but i just felt it's just a small little you know auditorium the chairs are dirty and you know most people during the pandemic they did a deep clean or they improved or they tried you know things were closed and some things were improved and but i just thought all that money and like where's the money going it's not towards the auditorium that's a good question nancy did you know what they Mm -hmm. spend per student in atlantic city no no i don't twenty seven thousand Twenty seven thousand. Wow. And to to hmm. I mean, to, to have an auditorium, they got the money. It's just who who knows mm-hmm. who's getting it. I, I, where is, where, where is, is the money it? going? I mean, and I would never accuse anyone of doing any. You know, I have no idea. I'm just uh, my point was that not knowing being a neutral person looking. Yeah. And just seeing. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, um, no, that that shouldn't I be. Was, Shocked, it shouldn't really, be. And, and the know? thing thing about the railing, I mean that that that's that's a safety hazard. So come on, I mean. Yeah, yeah. The people were getting down. They had to have someone hold their hand. You know, and I thought, come on, you know, this is crazy. Yeah, you can send your child to Saint Augustine, which is a private Catholic school that has an excellent education for less than it costs the city of Atlantic City to educate one child. Now, you, now you, figure, wow. you figure that out. Mm. You figure that out. So, mm. I mean, th- th- there's yeah. no excuse for and that. I, I don't believe, and from what, it, when, what I understand, the, the spending of the money uh, by the school board is not really a public. Yeah. It's not, it's not in, yes. like it might be yes. held in public, but it's not publicized yes. or yes. Yes. it's not live. Yeah. So well, maybe there'll be we, some more transparency. We have to look into that. But uh, Nancy, thanks for the yeah. call. Thanks for pointing that out. Uh, yeah, come on. Russell and AC. Russell, good morning. You're on Talk with a Purpose. How you doing, John? How you doing, Russell? Good, good. I, I can't believe um, kind of what I'm hearing here. I mean, you don't have to agree with Alex Jones. You know, no, no I, I don't necessarily. No, I, don't, I don't. Not not on that. The, 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 on the, uh, the idea, the idea of being pushed, you know, a million, a billion and a half dollars into debt over your belief. Well, he's is, not. He's not going to pay that. He's not going to. He's not going to pay that. He's in bankruptcy. Doesn't matter if he pays it or not. Yeah. It, you know, it sets a dangerous precedent. I, I don't care if he gets up there and says that. You know, he thinks Hillary Clinton turns into a werewolf when there's a full moon. <laughs> I mean, this is America. You're not allowed. Yeah. This is America. You're allowed to say things. Yeah. You know? And for the courts to rule in the favor, nobody wants kids dead. I, I, you know, but for the courts to rule in the favor of 
you know, you're not allowed to say this. You're not allowed to believe that. I mean, it's scary stuff. You well, know, it's not something to be laughing about. Well, it's 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 the the point is those families had a major tragedy, and then of course, he of- he embellished it. In other words, he added tragedy to tragedy. So, was there harm to those families? Sure, because he brought it up that that it was that it was a hoax. And it wasn't a hoax, and he admitted it wasn't. A, it wasn't a hoax. He admitted it. So you're against free speech. No, 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 no. no I'm not against free speech. No, no, no. That's what it sounds like to me. No, it's you. You can't go and say uh, certain things that are, are are really outrageous. I mean, of course you can. Well, <laughs> of course you can. This isn't North Korea. I know. I know, but, but there are, there are boundaries. There are boundaries. There are boundaries. There, there, look, look, there's boundaries to free speech. Now, uh, well, uh, then we then we uh, we agree to disagree on that, Russell. Thanks for the call. I mean, th- th- there's that to me says there's boundaries. That's all. There's clearly. I mean, can anybody say that? You know, you can make up a story about anything. I mean, we could say something about Joe Biden. <laughs> we sure can say something about him. But you see what I mean? I mean, those families were harmed enough. And the court saying that they awarded these people uh, uh, the additional money, and they're never going to see that money. Look, O.J. Simpson was... Uh, he was convicted in, in criminal or not criminal court in civil court and he was ordered to pay so much money and he never paid a penny of it because it was protected. His main income is from his pension and that's protected. So there are boundaries and there are laws, even though there is free speech, you just can't say anything. I mean, I can't say anything here on this show. <laughs> I, I, first of all, I'd be thrown off. And secondly, the FCC would throw me off. So, you know, there, there's just, I, I think people got to understand that. There, there, there are boundaries. And, and Alex Jones said it. He said it himself. I was wrong. I said it was a hoax. And it wasn't a hoax. It was real. And that was it. Talk with the purpose is the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Good to have you with us. Uh, again, some open lines, 609-407-1450, 609-407-1450. Joe Yakovich coming in at 11 o'clock here on the show. More Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. The market is up. The market is down. I know from day to day, there's a fair amount of volatility. You worry, I worry. We all worry, but not so much when you have a sound financial plan that doesn't depend completely on the market. Hi, I'm Joe Yakovich with this Money Minute. You'll find some real insights in my new book, The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In this book, I explain in detail how I approach financial planning, retirement, insurance, and many other topics. For a free copy of my book, The Heart of Your Money, simply contact my office at 856-751-1771. 
That's 856-751-1771. Or you can email me at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And don't forget, I'm here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 with These Money Minutes. I'm Joe Yakovich with This Money Minute, and thanks for listening. You do the turkey, they'll do the rest. That's the motto at B.F. Mazio. B.F. Mazio, Chestnut Avenue and Route 9 in Northfield features a complete selection of delicious and plentiful sides for your holiday celebration. Items include mashed sweet potatoes, cranberry sauce, vegetable and cheese lasagna, and so much more. For a complete list, visit bfmazio.com or stop into the store to place your order. B.F. Mazio, best of the press again this year for the eighth year in a row. Happy holidays from B.F. Mazio. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Going to be breezy with clouds breaking for some sun this afternoon, the high 72. Mostly cloudy, cooler tonight, a little late night rain heading our way with a low 46. Breezy, cooler tomorrow, intervals of clouds and sunshine, the high 53. Tomorrow night going to be clear and colder, the low dip into 29. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, 609-407-1450. We'll get to uh, the callers in just a moment. Andy is on the line and Ginny's on the line. I just wanted to add this one thing. This is another gentleman in Pennsylvania. He is the head of the Republican Party's... He is the Republican Party's National Committee Man. And his name is Andy Riley. And he says Trump's late rally in Westmoreland County, that's in Pennsylvania, hints that he would announce another run for president weren't helpful. So, again, he makes this election about him, which maybe you think it influenced people. But then he says his presence, I think, helped the Democrats claims about a threat to democracy. Yeah, well, you know, the Democrats, that's what they say. Oh, Trump's a threat to democracy, which is which is crap, as we know. But that's what they say, and that's what Democrats believe, so they believe it. In order to win, he continues, in order to win statewide, we need candidates who have appeal to the center and can appeal beyond the party base. And that's where I say Ron DeSantis can appeal to Republicans and he can appeal to Democrats and he can appeal to independents. That's what I am talking about. That's what you need. And I don't necessarily know. Look, Donald Trump did good things. And we see that a weak president, Joe Biden, we see the difference. And, and we wish that we had that again, but it it may not be in the cards. I, I, I just don't think it is. Andy in Philadelphia. Andy, good morning. You're on Talk With a Purpose. Hey, good morning. I'm down uh, at our vacation home at the shore. I, we love your show. We're having our coffee. And um, I got to say something to you. I'm with, you have some great callers, John. Thank you. And <clears throat> what we have right now is I'm, gonna, I'm not going to use any bad language. I remember the governor <laughs> of... Um, I think it was out there in Illinois when he had an opportunity to appoint to sell the appointment uh, to the Senate 
uh, the guy that went to jail, uh, Bonovic. Yeah, yeah, I remember him. I remember yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, what we what we have now is absolutely golden, and let me tell you why, because <clears throat> we have Trump, who I think, if he takes some advice from his good political advisors and tones down his attacks on Republicans and attacks Biden and attacks his relationship with the Chinese. Trump can only serve one more term under the Constitution. Yes. Imagine imagine Donald Trump <clears throat> toning it down, winning over the few naysayers, or not that many of them, serving four years, appointing Ron DeSantis Secretary of State. Ron DeSantis will win in a sweep. We have 12 years yeah. of great guys in a 12 yeah. years. We yeah. have an opportunity to have 12 years. That's, and I hope we don't throw this away. That's a wonderful, wonderful theory. But unfortunately. Uh, it, it, it's got to happen. Yeah, but. I'm sorry, John. So, you, you, yeah, you, you, you just laid out a perfect scenario. <clears throat> but Trump doesn't listen and he doesn't, I mean, he's his own worst enemy. He doesn't know, know. when to stop. And I, 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 I just, I just don't think, I mean, this thing, Tuesday, he should say, Hey, you know what? I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to wait. I, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to, you know, he can say something. He can tap dance around this and let Herschel oh, Walker absolutely. have, let Herschel Walker have the spotlight for a month and, and he win. Can, and, and, and win and, and let's just campaign. Yeah. But but he's not going to do that, and and, and I it's it's, it's tragic. It, it is, and 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 I I love the boy. You got twelve years. Are you kidding me? We we'll be in heaven. <laughs> I might be I might be in heaven in those twelve years, but yeah, I well, you know, I might too. I'm I'm in my seventies. I'm getting old. I like to see one more big win for the Gipper. Yes, they yeah, say. yeah, me too. But, you know, I think. If, if these guys would just sit down and get their heads together, yeah. If they would get their heads together, Ron DeSantis can polish his international curriculum vitae, yeah, by being a great Secretary of State. Yes, Trump can serve his second term, which is what he wants to do. Yes, he can be somewhat he can be somewhat bombastic. Yes, and we can bring we can nominate DeSantis to run for president. I mean, right now, we have the two biggest turkeys in the White House. You and I could run and be. Oh, my God. I, I, you our, and I our, could run. Imagine yeah, that. My, yeah. my mouth and your mouth and yeah. us could get together and run. <laughs> but we have, we, have a gold, we have a golden opportunity. I mean, I, I love your show. We have a golden opportunity. I call 1210 Radio once in a while. Yeah. And I talk to them because um, uh, they have a great show. But we have a golden opportunity to have the White House controlled by great Republican people for 12 years. Yeah. Yeah, and, that, we're gonna, and, I, and, I, and I hope we're not going to throw it away. Regarding I, Pennsylvania politics, regarding Pennsylvania, I know my time is limited. You got a lot of other callers trying to get through to you, but in Pennsylvania, I pull the Republican lever. But I tell you, quite frankly, <clears throat> I'm a Catholic. I did not believe in the commentary made by the candidate for governor. Yeah, I grew up a Catholic. I was I was taught that we save the mother's life. Yes. I, I agree with I you. I, I, we save the mother's life. We save a woman who has been raped, and we do not condone and allow birth to come through through incest. 
And yeah. I thought the guy was too he was, he was too, too excited about that. He was too extreme. Dr. Oz was, he was too extreme. Dr. Oz was not my exactly. Exactly. Yeah. He was and too Dr. extreme. Dr. Oz, Dr. Oz, Oz is a great guy, but he was not my first choice. I voted for him. I think he would have been got he would have been he he, he would have done a fine job. Yeah. I have I have army I have army buddies all over the country that I keep in touch with. I got a, a, a text in the morning and it said, Andy, I can't believe that you put Mr. Potato Head in the United States Senate. <laughs> or or as a, one a other person put it, uh, Festerman, Uncle Festerman. <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, I, 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 I can't believe yeah, it. I can't. Pro- we, had people, we had people on the bench. If Trump hadn't, hadn't fooled, fooled around there. Uh, we had people on the bench that could have that could have taken the governor's office and could have taken the Senate. <clears throat> the next thing we have to do right now, I have to Kathy Burnett, who's a great Republican woman. I hope she runs against Bob Casey, who's totally worthless. Yeah, he is, and takes him out of the Senate. Yes, takes him and, out of the Senate. Andy, Listen, I, I think we have an we have an opportunity for twelve years. I'm going to shut up and get uh, off. All right, thanks for the call, call, Andy. Good, good stuff. Jenny and Abseekin. Jenny, good morning. You're on Talk with a Purpose. Hey, it's so great, great to hear you and your callers every Saturday. Wow. Uh, What I wanted to say is I have a little bit of a different viewpoint on Donald Trump. We know what he can do. We know his strength. We know that he does not cower and back down with world leaders who are aggressive. This man will not back down and he will protect us. We know his strength. I think Donald Trump should have one more term as president and then line him up. DeSantis, you have uh, Greg Abbott. You yeah. have, uh, how about the newcomer in Virginia? Uh, what's his name? Oh, um, I can't, I just escaped me. <laughs> well, well wait, whatever. And even his, wait a minute, and even his lieutenant governor, Winston Sears. Yeah. She's a Marine veteran, fabulous, fabulous woman, African-American. She and her husband were Marines. Uh, you know, I am I am thrilled with these people. We've got a lot of newcomers. Yeah, we do and have some good. We, 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 we do have some good newcomers. But see, Ginny, I don't think. See, this is what we uh, we have to think. Who is going to appeal to independence? Those that are always on the fence. Republican, Democrat, independents, those are the ones that swing the elections. And we have to think, who can appeal to them? And you see, Trump, sometimes he gets in the way of himself and he doesn't focus on what I did for the country. And he really did a lot of good things. I mean, a lot. we, we, We were energy independent. But then Biden comes along and he's begging the Saudi Arabians. I mean, this is ridiculous. It's like back it to the insane. Ba- back to the seventies. Yeah, back to the seventies. Oh, beg the beg the Saudis. Oh, come on. It's you know. absolutely insane. And I'm glad Netanyahu got back in. Uh, I'm I'm really happy about that because he is smart. He's a conservative, and he knows how to put a country first like Israel. Trump put us first. He wasn't all this concerned with making friends or being miscongeniality. Yes, that's right. He, He's he, not miscongeniality. He didn't he care. Protected us. He, he didn't care. That's and, right. and, and see, he that's what he has to hammer home these points. You just mentioned a couple of them. 
but he doesn't do that. He says, oh, name calling and, and all of this stuff. And then, then people bring up uh, the, the January 6th and all that, 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 that stuff gets in the way. He just has to hammer home the positive aspects of his presidency. And there were a lot, a lot of, of positives. And he doesn't, he doesn't do that. You know, so I, I, I just, I don't understand this. I, I really don't. And if he doesn't, if he doesn't smarten up, I, I don't think he's, I don't think he's going to get the nomination even. I really don't. But, and if he does, I'll vote for him. You'll vote for him. But he, he won't win. He will not win. And if it's Biden, got, you know, can we have another four years we, of Biden? I mean, are you kidding no, me? Are no, you kidding me? Are you really I mean, kidding me? They'll be wheeling him out in a wheelchair. Yeah. Like a mummy, as if, it he, is. if he makes it, if he makes it, you know, we don't wish ill will on him. But, geez, I mean, how long can you stay in office? I mean, he would be 80. He would be 86 when he left office if he oh. had another four years. Can you imagine that? No, <laughs> no, no. I mean, he's. He doesn't know where he is as it is. Uh, Glenn Youngkin. Yes, he's Ohio. Ohio? No, no, no. Uh, Virginia. Oh, Virginia. Yes, yes. Yeah. The he, newcomer in Virginia, yeah. Glenn Youngkin. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's even Tim Scott from uh, South Carolina. I think he's a good one, absolutely. too. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and uh, how about the, and the new one in Ohio? Yeah. The uh, J.D. Vance. Yes. Yes, yeah. Yes. We've got a lot of them. We just have to give them a chance and line them up behind Trump. Yep. You don't have, you know, as I as I, I, I always espouse, in Ronald Reagan's memoirs, two points. There's no such thing as a perfect candidate. Yes. Number two, you don't speak ill of another Republican. That's the right. Commander. That's right. And everybody's got to stop that. Yes, that's right. Everybody has to stop that, not just Trump. Jenny, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Good stuff. We have Steve. We have Don on the line. And uh, maybe we'll have you before we get to Joe Yakovich at 11 o'clock. By the way, uh, Andy mentioned, uh, 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 well, they're really, are they really a competitor of ours? 1210? No, they're not a competitor. Next week, we are going to have one of the hosts uh, in Philadelphia, uh, Dom Giordano. He's going to be on our show. And he's leading a movement to impeach D.A. Larry Krasner. Boy, I tell you, he's my hero. (laughs) We're going to have him on the show, and we look forward to that. More talk with a purpose. uh, Final thoughts in hour number two after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at 
Jay Yakovich at BrokersIFS.com. And you can listen to Joe Yakovich on Saturdays right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial services llc is not an affiliated company back here on talk with a purpose let's get right to the calls because um, we got to get in here before 11 o'clock steve in northfield steve good morning you're on talk with a purpose yes good morning john john uh i agree with you uh 100 unless donald trump gets back on the airways and congratulates that gentleman from Florida and somehow incorporates all the good that he did yes. and through the collaboration of what he presented for the country and segued into where DeSantis took his state. Yes. I think there's a lot of people that are uh, a little bit uh, bitter and he's got a, I don't know if he'll, he'll, he'll change his tactics, but uh, I agree with where the country was when he was running things and uh, where the stock market was and everything else, but uh, unfortunately, if he can't tone it down and support the other Republicans, and remember, like J- Jenny said about Ronald yeah, Reagan, I that's think right. one of his right. Ten Commandments uh, yeah. in the top three yeah. on the p- political commandments: don't don't talk down another another Republican. I mean, we got enough other, uh, you know detractors out there doing that for us. Yes. Now, I, I'm, I apologize, John, for not listening to uh, the first hour, but what was Seth's take? Is he, uh, I know he's pro-Republican, and is does he think Trump has a, a chance, or do you think the Republican Party has to go against the new fair-haired boy that uh, did outstanding down there yeah. across uh, you know, whether it was the minorities, the Cubans, the Latinos, the blacks, the Democrats, the Republicans, in all counties, it seemed like he did well. He and, did. Uh, he did, yes. Yes. Uh, does Seth that uh, Trump should do it, or do you uh, think he, Seth he, he anything did. about wait until December 6th to make the announcement, or do you think uh, the damage is already done and uh, we're beyond Trump now? I, I mean, I, I hate to say that. I, but I, I think we are beyond Trump. Seth did not. I had a 12-hour ride yesterday home, not that you'll sleep better knowing that I was out of town in Tennessee, <laughs> and I listened at each state when I could tune in to talk radio, and uh, they did call, a lot of Republicans called in and said, Several of them that had supported him in the past, they said if he if he was the nomination, they 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 couldn't vote for him again. They thought that he should have offered some type of a apology, not that he was at fault for January sixth or or called that off or, or or said something to 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 soften what what left a negative taste in uh, everybody's mouth. Yeah. Whether you like or you didn't like him, and and there again, congratulate a brother Republican. Uh, who knows? It might be the two guys from Florida, president and vice president, yeah. running. I, yeah, I, 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 Seth did not uh, specifically address that. 
But if but unless I, he can turn it around yeah, he, he and, can, and bring yeah. these guys aboard and yeah. say, like, you know, I'm glad they took my ideas or whatever it is, I really want to congratulate them. Yeah. And I liked what he did in Florida. And that's something I can take and incorporate when I'm yes. the next president to, to win to win the favor over. But I don't know if, 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 if his ego is... No. is no, I don't. I don't think so, Steve. I think you're right. I, I think to you're give right. Give somebody else credit to, yeah. to, but he has to do something to get yeah. to get all those Republicans and independents that are flying high there in Florida, as well as the rest of the country, so they can say, "Hey, you know, this guy can see the light." You know, you're yeah. never too old to learn. You know, that's right. I, I, I don't know. I I hope he can do that, but I doubt it. I doubt it too, Steve. Thanks for the call. Don and EHT. Don, good morning. You're on Talk With a Purpose. Hey, John, good show. Thank um, you. A couple Thank things you. on Trump. How how soon uh, the Republicans have forgotten the, the greatest president of our lifetime? Not my opinion, but uh, a lot of opinions of other people. Uh, second thing, the Republicans, I think, have to stop letting the liberal media, Democrats, and the rhinos pick our leaders. And third and final... They don't want Trump to be the next president, beat him in the primary, and this time he's got a record to run on, so look out. Well, I don't know how you beat, when you say the liberal media, uh, there, there's uh, seven of them and there's one of ours. So, I mean, I, I don't know how you beat that because everywhere you turn, it's, uh, I, I, I just turned on, um, what is that Sunday morning show with Chris Christie on? Uh, ABC, whatever it is with George Stephanopoulos. Yeah. I mean, they had that Donna Brazil on who I can't stand. And she said the Democrats are doing fine. The Democrat. And, you know, people listen to that. And they say, oh, yeah, they're doing fine. No, they're not doing fine. Come on. So I don't know how you d- do that. But I, I don't think you're right. If, if Donald Trump could say, hey, look, look what I did. I did this, I did that, I did this, I did that. But he doesn't do that. He goes on and says, hey, that, 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 that Rhonda Sanctimonious and that other, uh, oh, Cruz has, his grandfather was a, a conspiracy theorist and he helped kill Kennedy. I mean, with, with these outrageous things that he says, I, I don't see where, where he's going with all this stuff. So, uh, I, I, I don't know, Don. I, I really don't know. I, 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 yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not a fan of the comments. Some of the comments either. But I'll take the results over. That well, answer. yeah, yeah. But but see, people don't people don't focus on that, especially the independents and the Democrats. They focus on January sixth, all the rhetoric, uh, you know, all the nonsense that went on. When when the nonsense really was, you know, they're burning down cities. And, and and the Democratic leaders in those cities didn't do anything. So I mean, that's that's another thing. So it's it's a it's a it's a really skewed message that the the people are getting. And I mean, we we, we can't. That's why I say that's why I say don't drink the Kool Aid from yeah. the liberal media. Or yeah, the that, Democrats. well, the, yeah. The, unfortunately, they're not going to stop watching that. And and I I don't know how we stop that. Like I said, it's seven to one. You know, it's seven yeah. to one. Yeah, got to do, got to do your own homework. That's right. That's right. Thanks for the call, Don. Appreciate it. Talk with the purpose is the show. Hour number two. Boy, that flew by. Hour number two is in the books. Hour number three. We're going to straighten out our money.
with Joe Yakovich. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Hour number two in the books. Hour number three on the way. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPTG Atlantic City. WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Hour number three, Talk with a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey, and we bring in, in this hour, a real superstar. <laughs> I've been listening to you, buddy. Oh, I'm wore out just listening to you. How about yeah. that? Why do you think I feel after four hours? <laughs> Man, that's like, that's like ten rounds. <laughs> Joe Yakovich is here. Joe is JML Financial, and his website is jmlfinancialgroup.com. Speaking of the website... Tuesday, this Tuesday, the 15th of November, Joe will be conducting a webinar, and it is called Required Minimum Distribution at 630. And all you do is you go to his website, jmlfinancialgroup.com, and you sign up. That's And it's free, and I mean... What more can we can we do for you? I, don't Except what, say, <laughs> I mean, we Some, can attend for you. I mean, <laughs> sometimes we have to actually put money in your pocket, and you still won't take it. Yeah, well, it's amazing you to can me. Put it in my pocket. I know, I know. But <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be a, a workshop that we've been doing. Uh, I do a, a number of them all over the country, and uh, this one in particular is the RMD, especially for year end, John. Because remember, the RMD require minimum distribution. So everybody that understands, you know, what how this takes place, you have to take all your assets in 401k and IRAs and what have you, and you have to take a snapshot of all that money at the year year end of the year you're going to take it at the end of the prior year. So if we're going to take uh, any money for 2023, we'll have to take and look at what 2022 did at the year at the end of the year which would be in a in a month or so okay i, I i'm 72 so yeah. so i would take a, a look at my what you did with this end of the year this, this year, year yeah to determine what you're going to requ- what you're going to get the following year so then i would then divide that by 12 no, no, it would be divided by the year that you are, yeah. and that's how they, they calculate. It's approximately twenty five point five percent, and that's how they do that. They they're they're estimating the government of using a life expectancy table to be able to determine what you're going to receive this coming year, and being that with the market being up or down. If it's down, in most cases, it it would be at this point. 
Uh, they'll have to take the year-end dollar amount, which will be a lot lower than what they – but that's the minimum. They can take more. Yeah. But they can't take less. Okay. So let's say let's – let's say. say I have 50000 Okay. So how would I determine what I would get? Well, what would happen, John, uh, at the end of this year, coming to 2022 – uh, the RMD, and again, where we're located, it, we have uh, IRS Publications 575, and we do that for our clients. And basically what we do is we look at that number and being able to pick whatever that date would, I mean, whatever that amount would be at 2022. So the following year, which is 2023, depending on when you receive the RMD, we would then cut a check from... That account, and it could be a multi uh, account that you might have. You have to consolidate all of them to be able to determine your RMD requirement for that particular year moving forward. And that's what I, I explain to people all the time, John. I go, you need to start to be a really intuitive about what's happening here, folks. Because of the market fall off, and, and we've talked about uh, yeah. my show, yeah. you know, being down 60, 70%, and some times even greater than that um this might be the perfect time to, if you're going to do it a roth conversion where you take the money pay the tax and move it over into a roth because you might not need that rmd you might not you know that's maybe money you don't need maybe you have other monies that you're pulling from maybe pension social security what have you let me ask you this sure and and this is confusing and I don't know how you can negotiate this without an advisor. So that, that that's that's number one. Correct. Uh, but can you delay this RMD? Well, if you delay, it's a fifty percent penalty. Oh, oh. So they're not messing around the IRS. Oh, they're coming for you. Wow. Fifty percent, John. Wow. So I want people to fully comprehend because, you know, John, it's it's really a scary, scary thing. If we were in New York, you and I, yeah. We would have people knocking on the door from here to Jamaica trying to talk talk to me. Really? Because so many people in that region, in, in, in the area we unfortunately live in, we don't have as many folks. We don't yeah. really, I don't know how many thousands we have. And because of the volume what's taking place that I speak to, that's why I do virtual workshops, I want people to be aware of this. Forget about all the other investments. At the end of the day, they need to be aware of the RMD requirements, and if they don't do it correctly, and I'm just going to you said you asked me for an example, by taking it and starting at age 72, life expectancy would be 25.6 years. Every year, 73 would be 24.7. So every year it drops. 74, it's 23.8. So if you had $100,000 in your IRA and you were 72, we would take 100000 divide it into 25.6, and that would leave approximately $3,906. So this is when it becomes really tricky. Now the question is, you know what the number is. You know it's 3900 Yeah. But let's suppose the market goes down while you're pulling the money out. Wow. I'm giving you a double whammy here because you got to be concerned. You're taking the money out, but it's going down. It's going down. And by the way, you're being taxed on the money. Yeah. And if you deal with provisional income, which is income from all sources, from pensions, from Social Security, from municipal bonds, they take that in consideration. It's an add-on to the tax 
you'll have to pay. And most people, and I'm not saying all, but most people, and when they get to 72-ish, a lot of the stuff that they're doing uh, deduction-wise are going, mortgage deductions, or the money they're putting away in 401ks and so forth, or children are grown and so forth, they're out of the house. So you need to be intuitive about how much you need, number one. And number two, you need to really focus on where your money's located. To determine if you're going to have a decreasing market as you're taking money out. Devastation, I call it. Yeah. Devastation. You can run out of money very quickly. Because if you ask anybody, I, and especially 70 plus years old, the first question I ask, or one of the first questions, what is, what is your biggest fear? What is your biggest concern? And they all pretty much say the same thing. Running out of money. Now, if I can show you a strategy, not a product, but a different type of strategy where you would never, ever, ever run out of money. I'm in. I would think so. <laughs> yeah, but in. so many people have this misconception that being in a market is their holy grail. That's not the case here, folks. We're going to see, again, from the things that I read, um, we might have another lost decade. Yeah. And yeah. that's what they're talking. You yeah. see, we had, you yeah. know, Al in the real estate market and the taxes. And you've seen, you know, our current president where taxes are going up. You see inflation. I mean, I don't, I mean, infl- they, it was, inflation came down a little bit. When I say a little bit, like two tenths of one percent. But you have to understand when you're buying eggs and I like eggs. Five bucks. Used to be in one ninety nine, yeah. and I say to my wife, I go, "What am I missing here?" She goes, "You don't miss anything." Like I just bought my favorite spot I went to. Yeah, we know that. Yes, and I want to get <laughs> some um, a ground cinnamon. I remember spending not long ago about six ninety nine. I just bought ground cinnamon, cost me eleven dollars. Ah, I needed people to understand. So you say to yourself, a double. I go, well, hold on for a second. That means you have to take more money out or whatever you're taking the money from, you'll end up having to pay more tax. So I've always talked about even if taxes stay the same, if they don't change whatsoever, and that's going to be something that I truly believe that cannot happen because, unfortunately, the government has promised us all these fun things like Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and, and what have you. And you heard Al talk about you know you get this free ten thousand and you get where's this money coming from yeah so at the end of the day you have to be really really concerned when you're dealing with distribution put money away at eh, no big deal let it go down matter of fact people are 30 40 minutes could be a great time for you also you need to be involved with not just necessarily funds and warren buffett says it all the time etfs efficient type of you know, portfolios yes, yes. and so forth. Talk with the purposes of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. Joe Yakovich is our guest. Joe is JML Financial, and his website is jmlfinancialgroup.com. 609-407-1450 is the number. If you want Joe to straighten out your finances, well, you can start with a phone call to the show, 609-407-1450. 609 right, I got to ask you this question. Ask me a question today, please. You say, I at say, age 72, 72, your life expectancy is 25.6 years. That's how they're, they're, yep. 
Okay. So if I say to you, Joe, I don't think I'm going to live till 92 or whatever it is, 98 or something. I'm good with that. Can I take more out? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. And and I prefer you to do that. And you're going to say to me, well, Joe Yakovich, why would you make that recommendation? Why would you make that recommendation? Great question you asked, John. (laughs) (laughs) Well, think about it. If you know... I mean, truly no, because taxes are going up in three years. We all know this. It's, it's, it's written unless they do something, you know, that they might change, which is possible. Who, who knows? Would it make sense to take the money out if you didn't need it necessarily, as opposed to deferring it? Would you be smart of taking the money out prematurely? And some you take out for the RMD and the other part you take out for the conversion to a Roth. Oh. It's a power move. Oh. I don't know if everyone has been told that. So what I do, and it's it's great of the ability because because I'm I'm reading and studying and talking to the economist and I'm it, you know and people go man you do it. no 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 I you know I pick my shots and I pick my time to do these things but I want people to fully understand because if they don't do it correctly they will run out of money. So my question is, and I, I love these people, and it's one of my favorite spots. You know where I'm going with yeah, this. Yeah, I know. The woman was, uh, and she sees me, and she's always so, hi. <laughs> and I kid you not. She, That's because you're charming. And I'm very charming. And she never checks. <laughs> and it's funny. She doesn't check my, when I leave, she never checks my little, you know, my. Your te- receipt. My, yeah. Never checks. Just, yeah, go, you can leave now. You know, you can go. But she's got to be, I'm kidding you, John, in her 80s. I'm just wow. wondering. I didn't say it to her, and I would never say it to her. But I think to myself, is she here because she has to be here or she wants to be here? There's the big yeah. difference. Um, so I, I want people to fully comprehend this because they could run out of money much quicker than they would normally. I, you know, I got another have. question. Excellent. But, All right. So you're talking about required minimum distribution. You're saying that pretty well. I like yeah, how you, you did like that. that yeah. I'm yeah. very impressed. You know, how about it, Chris? It's, it's, that's see, it's, it's, it's speech I'm training therapy. You. I'm training you right here. One I don't need speech oh, therapy. No, no, you no, you no. do it for me. Right. You know? Uh, so if I'm taking that from my 401k. Correct. You're saying if, if I convert to a Roth. Mm-hmm. Then all bets are off. All I bets can, are off. That required minimum is no, no you still longer. No, you still have to take it for that particular year every year. Uh, okay. Okay. And you also, you need to be aware of, you can't take and commingle an IRA with a 401k. Okay. Because it's, it's, if you commingle, they put a firewall up, so to speak. And we'll talk about it in my, uh, my workshop. And if you do continue to work, you can continue to postpone the distribution from a 401k in terms of past 72. So okay. it depends on your, your oh, work okay. history. Okay. Follow me? So there's a, and I'm also a big believer and I want people to be aware of that because I'm, I'm, I'm getting into some, um, some companies and universities. You need to have what they call a self direct brokerage account. I'll, I'll explain that what that means. You know, you can go to actually, and we have went to companies that have a limited amount of places they can park money in a 401k. We're able to go in, evaluate what they have, and more importantly, we can actually replace. We're not changing. We're replacing the money 
with a portfolio that's designed purposely for the algorithms of a portfolio. See, a lot of portfolios, John, people are cookie cutter when it comes to, you know, buying these funds and buying, you know, and buying a bunch of different things. And I explained to them, I said, well, who do you think's watching this? And they go, well, is it my guy watches? I no. don't think so. No. So you need to be more proactive than reactive uh, as opposed to looking in a rearview mirror all the time. So we want to be able to share with people, you know, if you think about it, John, if we all know, and we know this to be true because of all the printings that have been taking place in our country and all the uncertainties, and we have not felt all the uncertainties. I'm, I'm, a, I'm letting you in on something. There's going to be more problems down the road. And I was with, believe it or not, I was with a, a Taiwanese couple. And I asked them, I said, where are you from? And she said, from Taiwan. And said, How long have you been here? 30 years. I said, um, and I was talking. I asked her, asked both the husband and wife a question. How long did it take you to inquire all this money? And she said, about 25 years. Now, think about it. And, I, and I, then I asked, I said, how long do you believe that you'll be in retirement? And she said, 25 years. I said, That's for, at, least, at least I know, yeah. like you said, it, it, they might not be around, you know, yeah. in two weeks, but they're going to yeah. be around. And, yeah. and, cause that's, I said, well, what do you do now because taxes? And, and I said, do you think taxes are going to increase? They said, yeah. I said, one of the reasons, would you agree with me? They're going to need more revenue for our defense department. And they looked yeah. at me like I had five eyes. I go, no, no, no. Think about what's happened in your own country, Taiwan. China is starting to look at, China, at Taiwan a little differently. Yeah. And because of our undeveloped defense department when it comes to ships, ships, because China has many more ships to fight, and we're not going to be fighting on their land. We'll be fighting at sea. That's an issue we need to address. And, and they looked at me and goes, you're right. We, I, we never thought about that. So, again, where are we getting the money for the Defense Department? What is meaning to all of us is that more money to protect us costs us more money in taxes or give up some benefits to do so. So we need to be aware of this. Okay, we're coming up on a break. Talk of the purposes of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Joe Yakovich is here. Joe is JML Financial, and his website is jmlfinancialgroup.com. You want to check that out. A lot of good stuff on there. 609-407-1450. If you have a question for Joe, you want to know what to do with your finances and you're not quite sure, well, this is the time. You can call Joe now here on the show, 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey with Joe Yakovich. We both return after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And you can listen to Joe Yakovich on Saturdays here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. 
For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. We're back here on Talk With a Purpose, and if you would like to reach Joe Yakovich during the week, his number is 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, and his website is jmlfinancialgroup.com, jmlfinancialgroup.com. And we will remind you that, again, Tuesday the 15th, that's this Tuesday, a webinar on the topic we're talking about now, although it'll be more in-depth. Yep. Required minimum distribution, and it will be at 6.30. You just go to the website and sign up for it. That's it. Right. We we, we are handing this to you on a silver platter. Absolutely. <laughs> you couldn't have said it any better, John. And, and John, you know, to reconvene where we, we left off, but I want people to be really aware of something what I'm about to say. I know this is going to be a little harsh, but it's not harsh. Do you think the government's stupid? No. Before you answer. No. Before you answer. And if you know that to be true, and you and you know and I know that the government knows some of the vehicles that we use presently that could help people prevent them from um, losing money or fight inflation differently, the fact that they are not stupid and the fact that we do have products right now, John, do you think eventually the fact that they know that we do have products, do you think eventually they might come after those people that have those products? Yes. And that's what I'm concerned with. So the people I'm talking to and speaking to, I want them to implement because they're not going to go after those people. They're going to go after the people or change the products and take away those products that we're able now to offer to our clientele or the, or the strategies. I need people to fully understand it because once you get tied up in what we are doing now and what people are doing and you recognize, you say, well, Joe Yakovich, I'll never be in a higher tax bracket. Who told you that? What makes you think that because back in the day and you were around when you remember the 70s yeah when you remember inflation yeah and you remember all this volatility and you remember you know what what you had to pay for a mortgage or a car payment etc etc so what i'm saying to people you that can't happen again or you know what we were used to back then was normalcy of a five or six percent inflation rate we had two percent for so so long you don't think we're going to have 5 or 6% on consistency basis now? So what you're saying is, 
Now you have an opportunity. Of a lifetime. And so take advantage of it. Amen, John. That's what I want people to fully comprehend. That's why a lot of people put their head in the sand and think this thing is going to go away. No, it ain't going away. It ain't going to go away. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing it right. John, you're seeing, I mean, listen, this is, I'm, I, I'm not allowed by compliance and all that other phones, but I've never seen where one state finished after at nine o'clock, we knew the winner and loser. And now we're still, they're still counting the ballots. <laughs> what am I missing? It's this fundamental U.S. of A. I mean, we're supposed to, I don't know. But my point to that, if that, that we're having an issue with, how do I, when I see what I see, of all the people that have no idea what to do, how to do it, who to speak to, who do they believe, who do they trust? I mean, that's a conversation of value and for me, it's a relationship built. It's not like, okay, I'm going to sell something to you about and, and talk to you later. Bye. All the people I've been talking to and have talked to for years and years, it's mandatory, mandatory that they meet with me once a year. Once a year. Yeah. So it's not like, well, we're, we're going to do this and not see you again. That's not the game I'm playing with anyone. It's making sure that if I was your doctor, you better see me once a year. Yes. I mean, that's just fundamentals. All right, 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio, 609-407-1450. If you have a question or you just want to run something by Joe Yakovich, 609-407-1450. Talk about beneficiary designations. Oh, my favorite uh, subject. Is this, uh, is this another confusing element? Well, one of the things, yes and no, John, because if the beneficiaries are not designed correctly and incorporate it in your overall plan, you could disinherit family members. You really can. And the way we set it up is either Perserpia or some capita. And it's a way of distribution in the event of if one person passes, how that money goes down the bloodline. So I have that conversation with the client all the time. The other thing, John, if you really look at what's happening they're going to need more revenue. And if they do increase, um, you know, taxes, and because of that, and we're seeing it and happy and now, and by the way, it's just not federal taxes. It's federal taxes. It's state taxes. It's local taxes. It's state tax. I mean, not only state, but you got licensing you're paying tax on. You, I, I, I've never seen so much tax in my entire life since I've been around. You pay tax on everything you do. I mean, really, in theory. <laughs> yeah. So... If you add all that up, we're probably spending 40, 50 percent in taxes now without realizing, not just Fed. So when they need more money and they need to stretch this whole thing out and you have volatility in the market, what ends up happening is you your lifestyle changes. Your standard of living diminishes it. And that's the concerning situation when I'm having clients to understand. The other thing I talk to people about, and I haven't. Even get some of the stuff I wrote or direct them in certain places. I call it the Rockefeller method. You know, I don't know if you know how the Rockefellers not only made their money, but the generational dollars they have continuously down, and they're supporting 150 families. The Rockefellers and the wow. Vander, and the Vanderbilts. These are people. You know, I, remember, John. I am not the smartest guy <laughs> in the room. But I will share with you, I do hang out with the smartest people. And the strategy that I use 
my own self, and I will be more than happy to show people this. If you're going to leave money to a charity, a child, a spouse, whoever it may be, wouldn't it be perfect to leave it where it's guaranteed, yes. let you know, yes, that it's tax-free, yes, think about it, and it's leveraged? Yes. Leverage means that it costs you a dollar to leave 10. Think about what I'm saying to you. Yeah. And people go, what is that? What is that? What is that? What is that magical, you know, vehicle you're going to use? It's old school leveraged life insurance. Now, you have to get bought on it if you are, you know, uninsurable. Yeah. But if you're uninsurable, John, there's a way to get around it. I'll give you an example. If you have a couple, husband and wife, if one is in bad shape and the other one is in okay shape, you can then write what they call a second to die. A second to die. You write a contract on both couples. The payment is paid out when the second person dies. Not the first, the second. Now, some people use this strategy for an estate planning strategy. Yeah. I talk to people and say, if you want to leave money to your kids or your charity... This is the best game in town because of the leveraging. And you actually know, which also means that all the money that you have saved up and you worked hard for and you did all this right savings and doing all the things you lived in the lifestyle that you're accustomed to and you didn't live over your means. You spend that and then you leave the life insurance. I was just before I got on, I was out here and I was reading something by Larry Bird. The famous basketball yes. Hall of Famer. And he said, you know what? They used to make fun of me. Uh, you know, you can read it. And I was like reading this piece, and, it, and it, it, it drew my attention because what he was talking about was money. He goes, when I was playing, they would make fun of me because I'm the only one who used to save. They were out there buying $700,000, other players, yeah, yeah. buying $700,000 homes. They were buying Rolexes all over the place and fancy cars and all the other things. And me, I was, I bought a modest house at $200,000. I saved money. I continue to do this. And now those same people that had the, all the Rolexes and all the. They're broke. <laughs> completely broke. Yep. And this is how. I mean, think about, I'm reading this, I'm going, wow, this is a perfect piece I'm going to bring on the radio show for you. They said at any time that I would get a call from one of my other players and ask me for money, I would go, no. Yeah. No. And I, and I, and I thought to myself, wow, that, that, that's, that's the right way to teach someone because you didn't sacrifice like I sacrificed. You didn't save like I saved because you did things that you shouldn't have done. And you know you shouldn't have done them. It wasn't like, well, yeah. you know, this guy, who better than him or other people to get good advice? And we see that with professional athletes all the time. So it's no different than the people that we talk, come in contact with, John. Yeah. You know, they live all this extravagant, you know, having beautiful cars and all this other stuff. But they're depreciating assets. They haven't saved money. Yeah. So Well, there's a stat, and I think it's the NFL Within two or three years, 70% of the players are bankrupt. Or broke. Yep, absolutely. And, that, and it's, it's amazing that's, that's to me. Right. And, 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 John, it's just in itself, and I say this to people all walks of life, especially young people, like my, my son or my daughter's age, in their 20s and 30s. Make a dollar. 
Make a dollar. Spend 85 cents and take 15 cents and put it away. Yes. Live on 85 cents and take 15 cents and put it away and continually put it away. I had a call the other day, John, If we have before we break. Yeah. I had a call the other day from a client of mine. Called me up. Name is John, believe it or not. He lives in Florida, and he has a place in New Jersey. And he said, uh, Joe Yakovich, I got to do something. I'm doing my RMD. I want to get more money out. I, I had an issue with this uh, the storm down here because he lives in Florida. And I have to buy a, a car. And, and, and you know, I said, cool. Well, he goes, you realize what you've done for me and my family? Now, you don't – listen – this is not an ego. I'm like, I never think about it. You know, I'm, I'm always doing things and going like, what are we talking about? He goes, you're not only of taking care of me and my family. And he, and by the way, he was an executor, executive at a high flying shirt company. Top guy. Yeah. He's been a client of mine for, like I said, 25 or so years. He says, not only have gotten dealing with my me personally, my family, but you've gotten my brother and his family. You've got my daughter, and you got my two sons, and you also have my grandson. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And I didn't think of it that way, you know, because it, it comes naturally for yeah. me. It's to continue to promote, you know, the right thing to do. And it was pretty amazing. I'm sitting there, I'm like, I was like about to cry. I'm like, wow, that's, I never thought of it that way. I yeah. really never ever, you know, sat down with, you know, any of and my clients have multifamily members that I do business with, but it just happens. It just, you know, they, you know, you got to talk to Joe. Make sure you talk to him because, and the number one priority, John, of all the things I talked about and will continue to talk about, save money. I don't care if it's in a checking account. I don't care if it's in a jar. I don't care what it is. But have that 85-15 rule. If you can apply that principle for the rest of your life because there's some opportunities you'll take advantage of and some opportunities you go, I'm going to be a little safer on this on this dealings. And real estate happens to be one of those things yes. also. Okay, we're coming up on a break. Joe Yakovich is really giving us... Some good advice here. Even talk Chris with, is looking at it talk, differently. Talk with the purposes of the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Joe Yakovich is here. Joe represents his company, JML Financial, and his website, jmlfinancialgroup.com. We'll give you all the information after the break. I'm John DeMassey. More Talk with a Purpose with Joe Yakovich after these words. In these unusual economic times, do you wonder what to do with your money? If you have questions about retirement planning, IRAs, 401ks, tax planning, or any other type question, then listen to The Heart of Your Money. Heard every Saturday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. Featuring noted author and financial expert Joe Yakovich. The Heart of Your Money will focus on you, your family, and the best ways for you to navigate your financial portfolio. That's every Saturday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., The Heart of Your Money with Joe Yakovich here on WPG, Talk Radio 95.5 FM, South Jersey's talk station. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. 
driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Going to be breezy with clouds breaking for some sun this afternoon, the high 72. Mostly cloudy, cooler tonight, a little late night rain heading our way with a low 46. Breezy, cooler tomorrow, intervals of clouds and sunshine, the high 53. Tomorrow night going to be clear and colder, the low dip into 29. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk with a Purpose, Joe Yakovich is available during the week. You call him 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771. And his website, jmlfinancialgroup.com, jmlfinancialgroup.com. And you click on that and you go to the, uh, the, the webinar Tuesday, required minimum distribution. It's going to be Tuesday, 630. uh, Plug into it. Plug in. uh, You're in. You're in. The the website will direct you exactly where. And when you're on there, I I said uh, all the time, I mean, look around, check it out, and check me out. I mean, it's kind of cool because you'll see my team, you'll see my wife, my son, you'll see my... uh, Medicare person, you'll see my accountant, you'll see my whole and part of my team there <clears throat> that'll be able to help people. And that's what we do. We, we, we work as a team, John. There's no, I mean, let's face it, you know, from what's going on in the world today, you need to have the right people, you know, functioning in, in unisets because you have one guy doing that, you have another person doing this, and you have, and nobody knows what the left hand, let alone the right hand is doing. So you try to coordinate and integrate things for efficiency. And I, I mean, efficiency, like how much do you need? Let's look at this every year. But what's scary, John, the scary, we've been beating this up pretty good, is that inflation, when you start to incorporate food inflation and energy inflation and car inflation, you know, and this is start going to see some cracks here soon, and housing, and we talked about you know, rental real estate. Oh, man. I mean, this is not going away. I mean, no. I don't think people no. fully comprehend the, the the situation that we're we're faced with. And the problem, I mean, this would be great if it just happened for a year or two. No yeah. big deal. Yeah. But now we deal with longevity. Longevity. And longevity being the longer you live, the more of this these things we're talking about continues to erode and happen again and again and again. So this is not going to go away. This is not going to be, oh, let's don't forget about it and, and we'll let this, you know, let, let this thing just pass over. That's not the case here. We're going to see more and more of that. So my concern, if we're able to bring together a strategy with the team approach to make sure when this thing happens again or as it's happening now to prevent them from happening. Yeah. 
man, we're like it. And the people like are cool with it. Like I get thank you, John. Even today, I get people, the ones that have listened in, that they don't have to call them, but they listen in. Love your show. Great material. You know, so I'm getting reinforcements of understanding that people are not only listening and they're taking my advice, but more importantly, they already have taken my advice to do the right thing to do in terms of their own long-term retirement. All right. Let's get back to, just for a minute, the beneficiary. Yep. Do you have to go over your beneficiaries once a year at least? Well, unless you tell me, in your case, you got divorced, separated, or no, somebody died. I didn't, do, died. Any that, no, no, I didn't but, do any of that. Or no. you want to uh, split it up. You know, if you're telling me, well, Joe, I want my niece or my nephew to get X, Y, Z, absolutely. That happens one time, one time only. Unless something happens, yeah. you know, where you disinherit. But most of the time, I, I do my best to, to mention at least when I'm talking with people for the first time, do you have a will? Do you have a power of attorney? Do you have a living will? I mean, all the basic fundamentals things when it comes to estate planning or making sure their estate is taken care of because that's a critical thing to know about and at least have somebody, you know, going and helping you. The other thing is, um, again, you don't have to do it every year. Every couple of years, even even every five or ten years because unless something changes, then you're not, there's not a big concern. But need to have it and address it because most people don't think about it. I mean, I've seen nightmares where they get divorced and separated or whatever, and they move on, and the ex-wife is still on the beneficiary of the That's account. what I was going to Correct. refer to because that then, happens. then the ex-wife gets the money. Gets the money as opposed to the new wife. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's really well, ironic on some of the things that I've been in court with before I even meet the people or I've met with them and they never changed it where – the the kids are now going after the dad and say, hold on, that money's mine. They go, no, no, I gave it to the new wife, and it's a battle. I, I, <laughs> I've, I've been in some really horrendous drag out. You're in divorce court, right? Oh, <laughs> man. I'm, I'm like a psychiatrist, I said. I, it's amazing to me. But uh, but I always proactively, when uh, anything like that happens, you know, divorce, separation, uh, you know, new babies are being born and, and, and such – I'm jumping right on top of it and making sure people, you know, uh, you know, really address these type of important things to me for them. So you you kind of make sure that they got all their their ducks lined up Every before bit. you before you deal with them. Yeah, because John, I, I'm I'm asking questions. You know, like I said, where are you from, and what what was your experience growing up when it dealt with money? I mean, you, just, you think like, what is that? Why is that important at all? You'd be surprised when you ask those type of questions, what you get back in terms of their answer. It kind of gives you an idea on what you're dealing with. Because you might be dealing with somebody, you know what, I'm frugal, I'm saving money, it's easy. Or you get somebody who goes, I don't have three nickels rubbed together, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about, I can't save, and I'm going to live off of Social Security. Okay, good luck. Notice Chris and I paid attention to that. (laughs) That And and the fact that it's never too late to save, it really is not. And and because, like us in the room, Chris included, because he's a prima donna, he could do this until he, they drag him out of here. So for Chris and for you and I, we're not outside, you know, putting uh, shovels in the ground. We're not digging ditches, no. Yeah, I mean, we're, 
we're innovative, we're here, we're proactive, you know, we're still sharp when it comes to what we do, but you need to always continue to save and save and save and save and save. And, and then at some point, you know, what do you do with that money and how do you do it? That's a conversation uh, that we have with them. But you need to still be in a saving mode all the time. Even when you're in your retirement years, because I get people that continue to save or say, okay, I don't need to save anymore, but I need to make sure this these assets work as long as I do. Because I had a someone we uh, would maybe be listening today that he took me around the other day and he showed me uh, some of the real estate he owned. I was like, oh, that's cool. I said, but what happens and when something happens to you, because he was in his 80s. And he goes, well, you know, I'm going to have my daughter. I said, well, do you think your daughter wants to collect rent from these people? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you say, and then he said, well, it's too expensive to get life insurance. I said, if you think this is a nightmare, not having life insurance, you don't understand that when this happens, you put that person, being your daughter, at risk to be at what I call the yard sale. Now, you ever been to a yard sale before? Yeah. What am I trying to do when I go to your yard sale? You're trying to get rid of your junk. No, no. Your yard oh, sale. Oh, my You're yard trying to get, your, get oh. rid of junk on me, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, what am I, I'm trying to do what when I walked into your yard? Trying to get it as cheap as you can. I don't like to use word get. I like to use steal yes. the stuff. I'm yes. going to get as least as possible. That's right. And you're trying to get as most as possible. That's right. When something happens, when you're dealing with estate planning or real estate, or asset to leave to a, um, you know, a, a daughter or a son. That's a that's a yard sale there, unless they're in tuned to be in real estate or yeah. or, or proactively, or they say, you know, I don't want that or mom, I don't want to deal with these fifteen pieces of rental property. I mean, I'm not that person. I'm do you know, I work at so place in California. I want to sell this stuff and give me the income. I'm yeah. fine. Yeah. So you need to have plans put together. That really makes sense for everyone. And that's the thing that we do. We bring the, the, the higher guns in, the estate planning attorneys, not just some guy that's, you know, if you have a DUI or you have a parking ticket, this is this guy. This The people I use are LLMs, you know, yeah. with tax backgrounds, yep. with a, with our, our, our legal background, and, and to be able to have a conversation and recognize these are the things you need to put in place. Once you do that, it's set and forget it. Then every, you know, 10 years, we make a little minor change to it. But we need to have those type of things in place. Let me ask you this. Sure. You were saying about saving. Mm-hmm. So what if people say to you, Joe, I I really can't save. I'm a spender. Uh, so I, And I know I have to save. So how do I save? Well, we do most of our savings strategies right out of your checking account. Oh, I mean, I'm going right for your checking account. I'm going automatic, right for automatic deduction. Automatic. That's why people would never save a dime, John, with a 401k if it wasn't deducted from their from yeah. their paycheck. Yeah, they would never put it away themselves. Yeah. Yep. So what we do, we do exactly the same thing. We we gear up a process whereby when they're starting to save, we extract it from their checking account, and it could be whatever date they they pick. And we continue to do that. So it doesn't feel as bad as me asking you to write a check or do a lump sum or just do it once a year. It's consistent with it. No different like having a mortgage payment. So instead of having a mortgage payment, instead of paying your mortgage, pay yourself first. I mean, even to the mortgage strategy, John, you know, I don't know if you know this or not. You could buy a 30-year and a 15-year mortgage. Stay with me. And I suggest a 30 
but pay it like a 15. You'll love this strategy. Yeah. Get a 30, it's obviously less than 15 because of the long-term right. effect of it. Plus, the interest rate's usually less. Right. So what I say to people, when you're paying your mortgage, pay it, and but pay it instead of buying a 15, buy a 30, and the spread difference, the spread difference that you normally have to pay in a 15, put that dollar away systematically into another bucket. If you fast forward, John, 15 years, you're going to love this because I can back it up with the number. If you just got 3% on the money, the spread difference, at the end of 15 years, you know what would happen? You'd have enough money to pay off the remaining balance Mm. of the mortgage. And the reason I have done that, because you maxed out the maximum deduction from your mortgage interest rate. Oh, I so see. I maxed out the most I could possibly get from the first 15 years of a 30-year mortgage and had them put money away, the spread difference. And at the end of 15 years, you can come back to me and say, well, Joe Yakovich, I have a bunch of money that I could pay off the mortgage if I wanted to. Or let me just continue to do this and the money that I've saved, let me just keep on saving it. So it's never a stoppage of that strategy unless that person wants to say to me, no, I'll just pay it, just pay it off, pay it off. Or, no, no, this is part of my retirement because maybe I want to leave or uh, where my property's at. So there's so many different venues to look at, but I use that strategy, John, a lot. Boy, that sounds to get good. People, sounds to get good. people to think about saving money because they might not go, I can't save. Yes, you can if you just do a little thing. It's like a trickery for them. Yeah. But once they get, it's like, listen to me, it's like the dog bone or dog food when you ring the bell. Ring yeah. the bell they eat. Well, I'm doing exactly the same thing. With you're ring, one, ringing the bell. You got it. Every month, you're going to get a cha-ching. Let's do it again. Let's do it again and do it again. So we, uh, we're we coming up on a break. It's our final break of the morning. It's uh, Joe Yakovich is here. He is JML Financial. His website, jmlfinancialgroup.com. It's Talk With a Purpose and Joe Yakovich, our guest. 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio. 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey. Final thoughts on Talk With a Purpose with Joe Yakovich after these words. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And you can listen to Joe Yakovich Saturdays here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. 
The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. You do the turkey, they'll do the rest. That's the motto at B.F. Mazio. B.F. Mazio, Chestnut Avenue and Route 9 in Northfield, features a complete selection of delicious and plentiful sides for your holiday celebration. Items include mashed sweet potatoes, cranberry sauce, vegetable and cheese lasagna, and so much more. For a complete list, visit bfmazio.com or stop into the store to place your order. B.F. Mazio, best of the press again this year for the eighth year in a row. Happy holidays from B.F. Mazio. And we are back here on Talk With a Purpose. Joe Yakovich is our guest. He is JML Financial. And if you want to reach Joe Yakovich during the week, 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. And remember, if you want to sign up for his Required Minimum Distribution Seminar, which is coming up this Tuesday, November 15th, you just go to the website and sign up. That's it. That's it. Six thirty Tuesday night. Joe Yakovich required minimum distribution. You're doing good at that. I, I mean, your, your whole face just—your forehead even yeah, got. Yeah. You know. But yes, that—that that is the the ideal for us is be able to continue to talk to people about the RMD because at the end of the year they have to make sure that that number is going to be carried forward to the following year. That's why I'm. It's imperative that if you're going to sign up for that, please do Tuesday the 15th at 6.30 through our website. And by the way, the the, the number you gave, John, the 856-751 number, 1771, you know, folks can call that, John, anytime they want. Because what happened, we don't do, I mean, we went super tech. Is that, is that a, such a word? Yeah, that's, that's, that's sure. Um, and now we, when the when the call comes in to our, our system, it goes right through the computer system. And we peel off, you know, through the computer as opposed to leaving a message. So we hear exactly oh, okay. anytime. So it, I guess we spent a little money about the, our, our phone system that anytime someone calls and we do not pick it up, it goes right through our computer system because we felt like for us, you know, the phones were going down, but the Internet wasn't going down. Yeah. So I said, well, let's change this over. What is it going to cost me? Because I don't want to miss a call or yeah. miss somebody to call me and say, this, you know, I want to be on your call. Or I want to, I want to talk to you about certain things or what have you. We never miss a call. So anybody that wants to do that, you know, 21st it, century finally, thing. I mean, yeah. you know, we, we went from horse just, and buggy and yeah. we, we bumped it up a little bit, but you know what? That is a, a true, true way to, you know, in, incorporate, you know, conversation with clients. One more question sure. on the RMDs. Yes, sir. How does a person know if they have the right asset allocation? You know, I was afraid you were going to ask that one. You were holding at them, Chris. <laughs> did you give him? Did you help him on this one, Chris? <laughs> it's just, this is a, this is not over his head, but I'm, you know, he must have been thinking about this last night. Uh, well, great question, John. That's where the asset allocation model comes from. That's that's our creme de la creme, where most people, because we some of the stuff that we do is proprietary. Meaning that it's not a cookie cutter, one one way to do it, and and everybody else follows the same way. That's not the kid. We have in perfected algorithms. We're using technology with big companies, and we're able and not a lot of advisors 
um, are capable or have that ability to do so. You know, they're, they're selling funds or they're selling stocks to you and some ETFs and some other things. So rebalancing is out of the question. So I asked them, I said, is anybody rebalancing this portfolio? They don't even know what that word means. So we've used algorithms of type of portfolios to invest money differently. Like right now, 70% we're sitting in cash. So we have major, when you see these big swings that people lose money, they're in the market. Where you're, we're in your cash. Your people aren't, though. We're people in cash, correct. Yeah. And some of the money is in guarantee. So we have a, we, again, you know, preventing that downside protection big time. So in the market does fade and it's going to happen again. We hold them out. So our, our model and our, the way we look at it is the total return model. If you take TR, which is total return, equals I plus G. Now, I is income, but G is growth. But on a problem with growth, that you can actually lose money or grow your money. It depends on where that money is located. So we use very sophisticated you know, vehicles for this portion of our money. And more importantly... We sit and explain those things to you. So we're not here to just take this sign here, press hard here, see you later, bye. We want people to be somewhat aware of what they're investing in in the long term. Bottom line, what, what, what should people take away from what you've been saying today? Well, today I hope that people take away from, number one, the market will still be volatile. We're not out of this volatility. The market is not going to not only look at volatility differently, buy quality stuff. Get away from those, you know, derivatives and cryptos if you're in the market. Put very little money into these things. Too much risk. So let's go and look at fundamentals of a company if you're going to buy individual companies. But make sure you some of your money is in secure, guaranteed strategies. So in the market, they have someone on in the market. It will be all over the place. They still know that maybe 40% of the money, they cannot ever lose money. That's going to put the wraps on another edition of Talk With a Purpose. Again, Joe Yakovich during the week, 856-751-1771. That's 856-751-1771. And his website, jmlfinancialgroup.com. jmlfinancialgroup.com is the website. And again, you can sign up for that required minimum distribution webinar. 6.30, Tuesday night. Sign up for it. Just go to the website. And that's it. It's very simple. I'm John DeMassey. Thanks you for listening. Thanks to Chris Coleman, our program director and producer. Thanks to Joe Yakovich for coming in. And thanks to you for listening, because without you, as you know, we don't have a show. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Talk with a purpose. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Take care. Mm-hmm.